Hello and welcome to Your Average Critics, episode 16 this week, where we're going to be talking about recent films like Colossal, Pirates 5, King Arthur, Boss Baby, um, and then a recap on some TV shows that you guys have watched. But um, how has your week been? Let's start with that. So it's the first week since we completed Tough Matter. Yes, so we weren't here last week because we were busy uh, torturing ourselves, pretty much. Um, being electrocuted, covered in ice, smudge, shit, um, <laughs> all sorts, which was kind of your your idea. My fault, like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was in agony until like two days ago. I was still like in pain. Really? I don't I don't really so four of us here did it, me, me, Ollie, Obi and Chris and Joe uh, wasn't there. I just didn't want to do it really. Deep down Obi, so you're thankful man. That's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. No, yeah. come I, on, you've done it now, it's over. I could, honestly, it wasn't even that bad. I could Joe, 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 if you, if you saw me at my, from mile seven to Mate, mile, from mile three. <laughs> no, but if you saw me, if you saw me from mile seven yeah. to, to the end, I wanted to die. Yeah. Like, literally, I wanted to die. Me yeah, and Obi, we were broken. Oh, we were dejected. Yeah, but I saw that group picture of you at the end and... Because I was, I was, I was really happy we fucking finished. I don't think I was smiling in that. Jesus Christ. And there was two times when oh, cars well. passed by and I just was like, come on, just fucking... <laughs> just hit me. Just hit me. Just hit me. Jesus, take the wheel. Well, what was your, what was your uh, thoughts on it then, Ollie? What, of Tough Mudder? Yeah. Loved it, mate. I'm getting ready for my next one. <laughs> yeah, you'll be doing that without me. Chris, you didn't mind it? Yeah, it was alright. Yeah. I mean, the distance wasn't too bad. 12 miles uh, across blah, blah. obstacles and shit. <laughs> I think the worst one for me was the mudslide. Couldn't get up it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the mudslide? It's it was just a hill. A hill, oh, hill it's just so couldn't muddy. get up it. You can't get oh, up. you have to run up it? Yeah, or walk or do whatever, man. Ollie got up it and he stuck his foot down so I could grab onto his foot and he pulled me up. Why do they call it a slide? It's, it's not. Because um, you, you can't like grab onto anything. You just, anything. You just down, slide man. down, like over. Like I tried. You're just so slipping and sliding, mate. Yeah, I was stood still. I'm just fucking gradually sliding down. <laughs> I was just like uprooting trees trying to pull myself up. Because you can't that one in particular. You can't quit because there's nowhere to go. You yeah, can't yeah you can't go around. around you have yeah. to get up it. And then oh, what was the other one? The electric shock one at the that end. Was oh, that was horrible. Electric shock. Yeah, yeah, I got electrocuted twice. I got electrocuted like five times. What, so they, hang, hang, they hang down. You just got to run through them. Oh, what like a load yeah. of tasers or yeah, something. It feels much. like like I don't know when it hit me. It did, that's not what I thought an electric shock would feel like. Yeah. Mm. It kind of hit. It's like kind of like someone punched me. Sort yeah. of thing. I, thought, I thought it would be like a little static shock, yeah. but no, it was like it was and, and you hear it like. Like, and my face spazzed out prior to this one prior to this one was like a pyramid, <laughs> yeah. pyramid slide and as a team we collectively did that appallingly alright okay because only three of us made it up yeah ah, who didn't make it was this me the pyramid. Obi and Jack oh yeah I didn't me and Jack helped everyone up and then no one could reach us I felt, I felt so uncomfortable put, putting my full weight on your shoulder I just didn't want to do it I was so weak <laughs> man I was literally I was like we should have collectively got into it, pyramid shape yeah, yeah did we didn't <laughs> we didn't think it through but the thing that with the execution is we were all soaking wet so obviously that conducts it even more yeah. honestly yeah. I was, first one hit me I was like it's not too bad second one hit me it took my shoulder back and I was like what is it <laughs> I was like I've got to go though I've got to do it I've got to get well, through were they like full tasers or no no, no just electric like, Copper wires. Oh, yeah. copper, okay. So the first oh, wow. one hit me, and I properly like convulsed, and then I just hit the floor. I was like, "Fuck this!" I'm like, <laughs> yeah. running through them. I ran through. And I got then like, I was like, "Oh, me!" I ran through four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's jokes. Before we started, we saw people who had just finished, and they were like quite clean. So yeah. we were like, "Oh yeah, it's won't be too bad." Literally, we got through to like the first mud bit, and we were all fucking caked in mud. We had to go through under some barbed wire. I like went under it. 
And then as soon as I came out, I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> that mud, it's not too bad. I literally, I just stood there, I just slipped and fell. <laughs> and there was mud everywhere, oh, mud wow. on my face. Was, like, then we started slide tackling each other. And I, I had the chip. Like, I told these two afterwards. Like, afterwards, when we showered and everything, there was mud. Like every nook and cranny you could think like, of, like, oh, every there was mud. There was mud. So much in my bum hole, there was so much mud. Honestly, are you sure it was mud? No, oh. I'm pretty convinced it was horse shit, mate. Some of it was manure, which was even worse. Oh, Would it have been your manure? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I also got electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I needed a move from like mile, like mile one to mile three. After mile three, I just forgot about it. Honestly, they didn't think it through when they were giving us protein bars either because they were open and we had shitty hands yeah. and they were just putting it on our hands. Yeah, my hands were caked in mud. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna take and then they that. give you a dry t-shirt right at the end in your muddy hands yeah. and I was like, well, this isn't very good, is it? And I, I couldn't take my top off. I was just like ripped it off. <laughs> I lost my shirt. Did oh, you? Well, that's it. I think I left it there. Oh no. Which oh, one? So the model one. The finish yeah. one. The finish one. No, no, no. It's in the one that we were winning. Oh. How do you oh, the you probably left it outside the fucking hotel. That's all right, mate. He left all his clothes outside the fucking hotel. Yeah. You probably just left it there. I threw my shoes away. Loads of people threw their shoes away. Yeah. I'm, I've got I'm two for goodness shakes t-shirts. Yeah, I've got the hoodie, yeah. For what? We stole the hoodie. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> we were given a hoodie because we were no, we shivering. Were, no, we were given t-shirts and we took hoodies. I think they took about 17 t-shirts on his way out. How did you get one of them, mate? What the hell? Where was this? <laughs> He was just like, that guy trying to do it on the sleigh. I definitely saw you take them as well. <laughs> if you oh. saw me take them, then it's all right, isn't it? Oh. You didn't give a shit. Thief. So um, oh, yeah, we do a film podcast, don't we? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, Joe, how's your last fortnight been? Um, oh, you've been called out, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> by uh, Frederick Von Trout. Thank you for your shout out. I'm Thank co- you for listening, by the way. Yeah, cheers, Fred. But to call me Deadwood and to have <laughs> <Asia. laughs> right, so give, give, give the listeners some context. Why, um, why has he said this? Why is he? I don't know so why he's he said commented. this. I haven't been here. Because you're fucking dead way, man. <laughs> That's the point. You're never here. You're wrong. So, <laughs> so this, this, this listener, Frederick, has uh, commented on one of our uh, episodes on SoundCloud. That's <laughs> basically called for us to oust Joe because he's Deadwood. Yeah. I'm not happy about it, Frederick. Um... 1v1 me on Rust. No scopes only. Yeah, we'll, so we'll see who the better man Call is. Frederick, duty. can you give us a review on iTunes, please? Yeah. <laughs> Five stars. Like, you already know. commenting. But to be fair, Frederick, can fair, you tell us if you're friends with anyone here? Cause... Yeah. I want to know who, who, who you're saying is on a VK sugar high and why juggling is for pricks. You're the only one who juggles, mate. Huh? You're the only one who juggles. I can't juggle. That should be a t-shirt. What? We should make some t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, juggling juggling is for pricks. Yeah, yeah, man. I can't juggle. <laughs> Copyright your average pricks. So, uh, thank you for listening, Frederick, and I look forward to our battle on Call of Duty. Yeah, well, what's your Xbox or PS4 gamer tag? I'm not going to... Put that out! <laughs> oh, well, if anyone else wants to uh, insult Joe, then we're on Facebook, SoundCloud, and Instagram at Your Average Critics. I mean, feel free, but there will be other call-outs. I will be battling people. I'm going to make games. a few, like, fake accounts and just start telling them <laughs> to And then Twitter, yeah. podcast 17 Um... Anyone else done anything interesting? Chris, you went to the uh, League 2 playoff final. Library card. Hey, that's not my library card. Time isn't hard when you've got a library card. Well, guys, yeah, I was alright. I was pretty, pretty drunk. Who are you supporting? Uh, Exeter. Exeter against Blackpool. Oh. They lost. <laughs> <laughs> I love my team. Went to the Cup final. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you Bats went to the... Chelsea. Oh, best name of the Yeah, Wenger in, yeah. Do you want to tell yeah, us about your uh, horror? Oh, yeah. So, after um, basically... 
when Ollie wasn't here insulting him for going to the theatre, I went to the theatre the other day. Um, but I saw a was horror... Was it your choice or did someone Yeah, it was play? my choice. Because it, it was a horror play called Horror um, at the Peacock Theatre in Hoban. And it was... Meh. It was scary for average people. No, it wasn't. No one, no one in the audience... Like, gasp. But then, but then you got to gauge the audience, really. Or were they all people who really like horror things like you, you weirdo? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Because if they tell. are, then they're probably ready but, for... But this play was like an hour and a half long, had no interval, had no words. It was all... No words? Yeah, it was all like just Music. diegetic noise and stuff. Mm. And yeah, like every time... So it was... I'm trying to think of what the plot was because it turns out that... So there's three people, two two men and a woman, turn up at this house, and almost straight away with this weird shit starts to happen, like crying noises and oh, right. things moving Coming about. The yeah. And then, and then, uh, one of the guys. Oh yeah. Then there's this like, kind of, Victorian-looking woman who appears. But every time she appears, the light focuses on her, and this just screaming happens. So it's really obvious that she's like there. I feel like it would have been scarier if you just you're not quite sure if she's there or not. Yeah. Um and then this guy's hand gets possessed and he's kind of oh, moving man. it about and then they chop it off and then the hand moves about the stage and it was just kind of weird. Some of the effects were quite good. Mm. Um but it's it because they could be for theatre. It was not scary. And it was no. actually quite kind of theatrical and choreographed. So there was a lot of like dancing and stuff and like I just oh, really? Was not what I was expecting in mm. the slightest. So I've been burned by that. Shame. Shame. Oh, shame. Oh, talking of shame, watch Game of Thrones si- episode 10 of series 6. You seen the new trailer? Yeah, I was going to say the yeah. trailer. Let's yeah. talk about the trailer. Have we all seen it? Yes. I haven't seen it, you know. Well, Joe's not a lot is it, is it a long one? Yeah, no, it's like it's a like minute, minute 40 or something. So it's like. It's, it literally, it literally divulges like barely everything. Are they actually in clips or is it like a still? No, it's clips. So like Daenerys turns up at Dragonstone. And um, well, right so yeah, pretty action-packed trailer, yeah. Battles left, right, and yeah. centre. Enemies yeah, to the north, east, south, and west. Dragons. Game on. Dragons. Dragons do. Should be good, do man. Do some damage. Just can't believe there's only gonna be seven episodes. I know. What, wasn't you saying last week that because obviously they're gonna have? I, I heard they announced there was gonna be five break, uh, five TV spin-off series. Yeah, they're four. developing. Yeah, but apparently t- they're not gonna be on Roberts. Robert's Rebellion. Rebellion. Or the. Oh, you told me, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, Robert's Rebellion or the you know the um Duncan and Egg. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're not gonna be on. Oh it's no. On I don't know what that is, but yeah, so is Duncan that? Egg's like a series of novellas that George R. R. Martin has released about Oh yeah, you Egg were saying on about Targaryen yeah. and Sir oh, right. Duncan the Tall. It's just like a prequel. Thing. Oh right. Um, See, now it makes me think. What are the prequels gonna be? Like, what are these other series gonna be? I know there's plenty there could yeah, be, be but but it's a shame. Like Robert's Rebellion. I guess maybe it's too. Soon, yeah, too before. soon. But then they've got that bloke who plays Ned in the flashbacks, right? Mm. He would be perfect for mm. that role. I should know more about the Mad King. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I really liked King Robert's character. Did like you? him and Ned were really, you know, mm. decent. Like yeah. they had they, good charisma. I just, good don't, charisma. I just, I feel like it's like we were saying last week with all the superhero movies. It's just like 
saturated. They're going to saturate so fast with five extra series. Like, well, I'm assuming they're not going to do one after the other. Well, they're not going to do that. There's going to be like they do like one and then. I think they're they're developing them, so they'll just they'll just think whichever's best. But is the series so good? Would you could not continue it? Maybe they'll give one to Hulu, one to Netflix, one to HBO. I think they should do like anthology series, just like one. Yeah. One period each for each. Would be good. Would be good, but maybe they'll do five pilots and then whichever ones best gets picked up yeah. but yeah I rewatched the last episode that's been out again it is so sick was that the Hodor one no 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 it's the one where everyone dies so oh it's, yeah it's yeah. the one like <laughs> the first 15 no, minutes when she's no no she's not Sorry, the first 15 minutes was so tense yeah. because it's the music yeah the music it's is just, so good and oh it was intense like so Cersei's scheming yeah. and then there's like um, what's her name Marjorie and Loras and then the High Sparrow they're all like doing his trial yeah. and then Tommen's there like still in the Red Keep mm. and then you know and then you see um, uh, who's the one Lancel you know the one who's got the, yeah, who's yeah. the Sparrow now yeah. And then he sees the little birds running away, goes underneath, sees all the, like, the dragon fire. And it was just the most tense 15 minutes. And I knew what happened. Mm. And, yeah, like you're saying, the music cues you and... Do you know what, do you know what, um, what I appreciate so much about Game of Thrones? So, in the last season, do you remember when, um, there was, like, kind of this, like, ruse that Marjorie was, like, brainwashed or whatever? Yeah. And then she kind of gave, like, a little inkling that she wasn't. Yeah. And you think, you, you think that, like, oh, yeah, they're going to carry that through, so she's going to concoct some sort of plan but she just spoiler she just dies like <laughs> like they don't get any like she yeah. doesn't pay off for that at all and I think yeah. Game of Thrones always keeps you on the toes and that sort of but sense. even like the music there's like little motifs of the like even slower yeah. and then yeah it just builds Which, and I knew what happened but then as soon as you know um uh, the candles slowly burning and uh, yeah. Lance was crawling towards it and then he's trying to blow it out <laughs> and then everyone just gets fucking obliterated so sick and then Tommen jumps out the window and becomes an assassin doesn't really jump does it he just walks from Assassin's Creed yeah who's <laughs> that Tommen he becomes um, an assassin no it's yeah, so a real life Assassin's Creed where he misses the bale of hay where he just goes straight <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was, and then Cersei doesn't even care Tommen's dead now she's no. like no she does care but I think she's just yeah. like, she's, she's at the point where she's like, kind of like and she's probably worried that that prophecy is going to come alive as well because everything else has of that prophecy so far what's the prophecy uh, All the children that, and that some and then someone close to kill her or something. Yeah, the I can't remember the exact. Yeah, but it's, it's, she thinks it's her brother. Uh, it says no. It's, it translates as little brother, doesn't yeah, it? So yeah, she yeah. thinks it's going to be Tyrion, but actually Jamie, Jamie was yeah. born after her. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're twins. Ah, oh, right. so it could be him. clever twist. Oh yeah, that's why she's always hated Tyrion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something about gold their crowns and gold their shrouds. Mm. But in Somewhere. reality, Tyrion's probably going to be one of a brother and sister to Jon Snow and Daenerys. Well, because yeah, and then again, like I'd, I'd seen it already, but yeah. Jon Snow turns out to be a Targaryen, mate. I was like, oh. George R. R. Martin has people on their toes, mate. He goes, Literally. he's not doing the norm in it. He's just doing everything different. Mm. Yeah, he's also making us wait far too long for the next book, <laughs> which he'll probably never make and probably die before. The next book. Probably. <laughs> Oh well. Anyway, in terms of saturating, we saw the Black Lightning TV show trailer, didn't we? Oh yeah, a few yeah. of us, yeah, yeah, yeah. which actually looked really good. I thought yeah, it was right. it's it getting picked right. up series as well. Originally, it was only for a pilot, but they've um, oh, they just commissioned it straight off the bat. Series. They did the same with um, Krypton as well. So what is Black Lightning then? Yeah, what is it? I've never heard of this thing. As far as I'm aware, well, you you, you know. 
As far as I'm aware, it's it's based on he. Someone told me that it's Black Lightning, the superhero, but it's him when he's older. So he's like retired and he's coming out of retirement almost. Yeah. That's why his suit looks so retro. That's what I really didn't like about it, his suit. Okay. But then I suppose that makes sense if he's coming out of retirement and using his old suit. Yeah, because it was something about, like, something happens at his children's school yeah. and then he has to come back out of retirement to help them. But I think his kids are pals as well. Too, yeah. yeah. So it looked quite interesting, actually. Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't really appreciate from the trailer, but yeah. And this ties into the Arrowverse? Apparently. If you, if you, um, just because you mentioned the Arrowverse, so um, if you watch the trailer closely, there's a point where I think he's, like, fixing his suit or whatever. And you can tell, really, really, it's really bad. The same set that he's in there is the same one that uh, the Flash uses in. That's his like CS CSI office. Oh really? So yeah, they'll use like the exact same sets. Saving mm. money. Mm. Okay. Well, why don't you update us? Because didn't all the all the series finish now? Yeah. Yeah. So on, give us a little what completely or no no no, no. Just the end of yeah. series. Well, they're, so they're, it's like series five they're... of Arrow, series three of Supergirl. Flash. Flash, Flash. Oh. and season two, 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 season two of Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. There's rumours that this is the one penultimate series to Arrow, rumoured. That makes sense. But I hope not. Okay, so give it's us... It's picking uh, itself up again, isn't it? So. Joe, have you, are you up to date? I nope. mean, Joe don't give a shit. <laughs> you don't give a shit? <laughs> not really. What one should we talk about first, mate? That's um, the question. Do you talk about Flash first? Let's yeah? get the most confused one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, don't even... So, okay, so from what I understood from what you said last time... Flash. You understood it, Jesus. Oh, well, what I tried to I understand. understand. Flash's enemy is himself. himself. Yeah. Right. But he's killing his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Savitar. Yeah, Savitar, yeah. Cool. He's got... <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's um, got... So, That's it. so, like, the penultimate episode is Savitar killing Iris, who's Barry's girlfriend. Good song, by and the way. And then um, the start of the last episode, you find out that... Iris is still alive in another universe. No. Don't she, tell me. She is still, she's still, she's still alive. alive. Oh, for fuck's sake. But, um, Harrison Wells, two from Earth 3. No. No, because he's... It's like Earth 19. Earth 19, whatever. He swaps places with her with a, like, facial... Face modifier thing. Modifier thing. Oh, oh, yeah. He gets killed. Her girl is no one. <laughs> there was art. Rare I need to, talk, I need to, talk, to talk to you about this afterwards because there's a massive hole in that, in that theory. Okay. We'll, we'll talk, we'll talk is she a faceless man? Huh? Is she a faceless man? A girl is no one. <laughs> Basically, she's still alive. Um, the evil Flash slash Avatar wants to make a quantum splicer so yeah. he can be in every single moment of time in reality. Yeah. And he believes that the good guy was going to actually build it for him and the good guy did not build it for him. Mm. He gets shot with a quantum splicer. It doesn't do anything. Then all the Flashes, Jay Garrick, Wally West, Flash... Uh, Actually, not all the flashes because they didn't bring impulse, did they? Are, uh, they? are they all played by the same bloke? No, no, so Wally West is played by, I don't know. Keenan Lonsdale. Yeah. Uh, then Jay Garrett, an older guy from a different John Earth. John Wesley Ship, who yeah. played the Flash in the original series yeah. in See, this guy knows. Oh, okay. This guy knows. I'm learning from Glenn, mate. Yeah, you wrecked me for knowing. I'm taking notes. I'm learning from Glenn. And then basically, you had um, the Cisco who plays Vibe and this other woman who plays another version of Vibe in a different universe. And they come and help as well. We don't know where she came from. She just appeared. Mm. And then they beat... Basically, Flash knocks Savitar out of his suit, goes into Savitar's suit, vibrates it and breaks it. And then Killer Frost, who was on Savitar's side, decides to help them and stop Savitar. So no, it's... Um, Barry like, knocks him to the floor. Cause basically, because he didn't kill Iris, that means that um, oh, Savitar is going to cease to exist. 
Which again doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay. But we we'll, we'll run with it. Right. Okay. Com- com- These guys have got way too many personal problems. So, <laughs> control time. So like he's like <laughs> leaving Savatar to like disintegrate sort of thing. So he's like walking back to <laughs> walking back to uh, his friend, like fat smile on his face, while Savatar gets up and is about to attack him. And then Iris shoots him in the back. Oh yeah, Iris shoots and kills yeah. him before he actually like you know disintegrates. But isn't that Flash in the future? So that means he no, 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 no. It's a different. It's a. It's it's a, a it's a time. Sorry, I asked. I'm sorry, I asked. It's a time remnant. Basically, when he runs fast enough and he goes into the speed force to run into a different time, he makes re- time remnants of himself. Yeah. Right. Which is basically him again. Which doesn't make sense again. But okay. okay. Yeah, it doesn't right. make sense. So anyway, but it's so, time travel, whatever. So that's flash. Oh yeah, I forgot about the very ending of it as well, which is fucking annoying. Go on, no, you carry on, mate. So. Sabotage's dead, everyone's happy for a moment, and then suddenly this massive storm happens and loads of lightning is shooting down. Um, and the Speed Force, inverted commas, comes out and says, Barry, you need to come into the Speed Force because a speedster always needs to be in it or something like that. And so he has to leave everybody and go into the Speed Force and be there for a, t- for a while, I'm assuming. But I'm assuming he'll be back in season four, like after like, one episode, probably. Okay. So yeah, it's a silly it's a ending. But I remember Chris, you said the thing about. Um, the lightning coming down might turn people into speedsters. Yeah, so in some of the comics, it was um, it, it's a different storyline because in the comics he's not with Iris anymore, but in one of the comics, there's loads of like storm lightnings, like how the Flash got his powers, and then loads of other people get the powers as well, and then he chose to like recruit them and train them and make them better, and then there's this one speedster who's trying to kill them all okay. to become Godspeed. So I was thinking maybe that could be the next storyline. Mm. But mm. I'm not sure that will, how that will go down. So. Too many speedsters, man. Does this, this Arrowverse relate to Gotham? No, because no. no. Gotham no. is Fox. when Batman no. is younger anyway. Yeah. So when he's like 12 or something. Mm. I have been watching that as well. It's good, isn't it? I really like yeah. that show. I'm on season three, episode 10, I think. Yeah, I'm just about to start season three. Yeah. Right. Arrow, quickly. Yeah, go on, mate, you take it away. So Arrow, um, I think has been... That's sick, though. Been that really, sick. Arrow's been really, really, like, so much better than all the other superhero shows. I think this is, like, the best season since, like, season two. Even season one, maybe. But, um, so basically, there's this guy called Adrian Chase, who's a uh, persona, or alias, even, is Prometheus. And he's just been fucking with Arrow's head, basically. So, like, he's been, like, five steps ahead of... Arrow, like for the whole, pretty much the whole series. He, he was literally for half the series his right hand man. Yeah. In just like the mayor, mayor. Because Arrow's the mayor. Yeah. And he was then the the district attorney. Yeah. But obviously, he didn't know until like episode maybe 15, 16. He finds out that it's Adrian Trace and he's a serial killer because he's been killing all these people. He even killed his own wife. Yeah, he killed his own wife. Yeah. She found out who he was. Decent. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's all come. He kidnapped, basically kidnaps all of Arrow's team. And it all culminates in them going to the island which the series started on, right. Lian Yu, which um, Arrow was supposedly stranded there for five years, but in really in reality it's only like two years. Yeah, and Argus have a, uh, a prison base there as well. Yeah, so he gets the he recruits people to help him fight, get his team back. One of the people who recruits is Deathstroke, who was the villain of season two, and Deathstroke killed Arrow's mum, mm. but because um, he was like he had on some yeah, he had some sort of thing in his system that made him like go get really strong and go a bit like mental. But it wore off, so he's like, "Help me find my son, and I'll help you find help your find your son." Yeah. So okay. yeah, mm. so they go through all this nonsense trying to find. Oh, he also uh, he also gets out Captain Boomerang as well. Oh yeah. I, oh, know, what? I didn't even know that was him. No, neither did I. Have to look it up. It was... From Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. The steroid yeah. one. Yeah. I also didn't know it was him. But anyway, they they go and they walk go around the island. They manage to break people out. 
and Prometheus, who's the villain, wants Arrow to kill him, basically. So he's kind of like not fighting back. So he's kind of like saying, kill me, kill me, because he's connected to a dead man switch or whatever. So like, if he dies, the whole, whole island uh, is like filled with explosives. So the whole island blows up and everyone dies. So he gets Arrow's son, goes into a boat. Arrow chases him onto the boat and he gets his son in like a headlock. And he's like, so you can either kill me and everyone on the island dies or you don't kill me and I'm going to kill your son. Oh, oh yeah, it was tense. It was tense. So Arrow shoots and, and by the way, no one can get off the island because the plane's broken. Yeah, the plane's broken. Okay. Arrow shoots him in the knee, gets his son back. Mm. Agent Trace yeah. gives him a load, of, gives him a load of spiel, and basically says like, um, the kid's gonna have a tough life without um, without Felicity and without his mum, and probably he's killed himself. So the so the island goes up in smoke. So yeah, I mean, it's that's, that's it, it, it is a really good ending, and I just I love the fact they got Deathstroke back in because he's actually he was actually such a sick character. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Boomerang was a bit lame. Yeah. Like you could tell he was only available for like a few days though, because like there were points where obviously you show his face, and then there were points where you just have a mask, mask on, and you can tell it's just a voiceover. Right. So I think he's like busy shooting another show. Okay. Yeah. And um, I was gonna tell you so my prediction is so yeah. everyone's gonna survive apart from. Uh, William, who's Arrow's son, apart from William's mum, William's mum's gonna die, and so Arrow's son's gonna have to come and live with him, and he's gonna train to him, and he's gonna become um, Connor Hawk, which is in the, from the comics. I mean, maybe yeah, that's not good. that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I like it. So yeah, I think more than I think more than one person's gonna die. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think might die actually. Uh, I reckon uh, Captain Lance might die. I'm not. I'm not yeah, well, I have a likable character die at some point. I guess. True. So. Very true. But yeah. yeah. By far the best um, superhero show this season, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realise as well, you know the little girl, there's a little girl who, because um, basically Arrow recruited like four oh, people. Yeah. yeah. So she, he recruit, recruited four people. Oh, so, uh, yeah, this is it. This is it. Her name's Artemis. And in the Young Justice comics, she is a good guy. She's had a bit of a dodgy background, but Arrow's taken her in and he's recruited her and trained her. And then she becomes a love interest of Wally West. Mm. So I was guessing not going with that storyline because she's an absolute bitch. She literally double crosses Arrow she every chance she gets, and she has no yeah. legitimate reason to do so. Yeah, Why does he let her get away with it? Because he wants to. He wants. He wants her to be better than him. Yeah. Oh, some superheroes are so weak. I know. Legend of Tomorrow was pretty decent as well. It was. They broke yeah. time. Just pretty hilarious. They broke time. They broke yeah, time. for the first time they yeah. broke time. Because you're not supposed to see, see yourself. Your, yeah, you're future or past self or something like that. Before you said they've done that already. Before. No, this is a flash, they've done that. Okay. Like in Legends... Well, in Legends, they see the, themselves, the but they never, to, they yeah, never interact. interact. And this okay. time... The rules seem to be different on, on the two shows. Even though they're in the, they're same, in the same universe. Right, yeah. okay, it's cool, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so they meet themselves. They battle themselves and with, or with themselves. Uh, reverse Flash gets about 100,000 other ones of him to battle yeah. them as well. What, he's Arrow. in Arrow Tomorrow thing? What? Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. They defeat him and then they, they're basically like, okay, we're done, we're going to go on holiday for a bit so they're going to go to Aruba or something like that. And, and then uh, they get stuck in like a time storm and they get... Muda Triangle. What? <laughs> no, no, but that would be sick. Oh. Oh. No, 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 yeah, they get stuck in a time storm that and then they sick. crash land in like Los Angeles 2017. But it's like, like fucked. So like, it's got big dinosaurs. Ben's there, dinosaurs big in there. <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's all like just fucked basically. So they've broken time. So I think it's gonna make for some interesting. Uh, it's wicked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to go into that. See, place. I'm like the complete opposite. I'm like, this is gonna be so naff when I it think starts it's again. I think it'll be funny. But yeah. I, the only thing I didn't like about it is that. Um, Rip Hunter doesn't seem to. He doesn't oh, yeah, look like he's going to be in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I really liked his character, but mm. yeah, mm. well, good, good. Yeah. And finally, Supergirl. So yeah, Supergirl. Um, the last three episodes were actually quite good. Um, Apparently, had quite a good ending, didn't it? It was okay. So okay. basically, um, the last episode, Supergirl has to fight um, her boyfriend's mum. Pretty much, her boyfriend's an alien as well. He's from a planet called Daxum, and um, his mum uses silver kryptonite to get. Uh, Superman under mind control and her Superman and Supergirl fight because Superman thinks that Supergirl is Zod so they're just fighting for like the first 10 minutes of the episode and then she beats him so what? yeah no, well, no she, she, fair, she apparently in, in the comics like it's actually um, a fact that uh, Kryptonian women are stronger than Kryptonian men so she becomes the champion of Earth so then she challenges uh, the, the supervillain woman to uh, like a battle to the death sort of thing so then they fight. Um, she's fighting this woman. She's fucking her up, basically. And she finds out that this woman's got uh, kryptonite in her skin. So she's like... She's basically saying, like, fuck me up. Because the more you fuck me up, the more you're going to get fucked. Because you're obviously kryptonite. So you're kryptonite. So... Kryptonite, you're kryptonite. That's another t-shirt. Yeah, if, you, if you know, you know. Um, so, yeah. She then is like, basically, like, I, can't, I can't beat you. So she like, gets... Uh, Lena Luthor, who's Lex Luthor's sister. Right. Lena Luthor? Yeah, Lena Luthor. She makes this machine that basically um, puts lead into the atmosphere. And this supervillain and her boyfriend, they're like, they're people on the planet can't handle lead. Like, it'll kill them, basically. Okay. Like most people, really. But, <laughs> but um, so yeah, they put lead into the atmosphere. So they say, so the superwoman woman dies. And all the people who invaded the planet from the planet Daxon, they all have to leave. Because obviously, otherwise, they'll die. And she has to, like, Obviously, say goodbye to her boyfriend because of what if he stays in the planet he'll die. So he goes off. He gets sucked into some some vortex, which people think might be the Phantom Zone. I'm not really sure what that is, but he gets sucked into that on his way up into space. Do you know what the Phantom Zone is? No. Oh. And um, Chris, you can tell us in a minute. Yeah. And then they do like a flashback to like 35 years ago, where um, a pod as Krypton is being destroyed. So like Superman's already been sent off to Earth. Supergirl's been sent off to Earth. And then, so there's, like, another one. I I think this is going to be whoever the villain is going to be for next season. And it's a baby crying. And there's, like, two women next to him. One of the women cuts herself and, like, gives the baby to it to, like, lick on. And the baby stops crying. So whoever it is, um, they're addicted to blood. Bit of a fucking freak. Yeah, some people think it might be... um, it's the guy from Batman vs Superman, isn't oh, it? Just, some um, people think about yeah, Doomsday. Doom, some people, yeah, people think it might be Doomsday. Yeah. It might be Doomsday, but in like human form. So yeah, and then they show that that pod. Uh, Doomsday is a creation to, of um Kryptonite. I, I, I know yeah. what. I know what they show. They show that pod going to Earth, and then it ends. So, okay, yeah. but why couldn't they just remove the lead from the atmosphere? What do you mean? Well, if they put lead into the atmosphere, can they not remove it and then have boyfriend? There, isn't it? I imagine it's a lot harder to remove it than it is to put it in the atmosphere. Mate, we, can all, we can all punk holes in this series, I'm sure. Yeah, true. Um, well, what's the Phantom Zone? That's where all the big bad guys get sent and it's their prison. They can't get out. Uh, oh, is that the... Has anyone seen Lego Batman? Batman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is yeah. that... Yeah. 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 Uh, obviously, okay. obviously not with all them villains, oh, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's more or less that kind of gist. <laughs> and I don't believe Superman has his powers in it either. Everything None needs to be explained no. by Lego. See, mm. and the thing is, what you're saying about um, Superman and Supergirl, it's never... I know you're right with the... The, the females are meant to be a lot stronger on Kryptonite, or they are stronger. But there's nowhere in the comics where it says where it justifies Superman as stronger than Supergirl. It's just that he's a predominant character, and that's why he's yeah. so godlike. But he there's like so many different versions of Superman. Like as a 
the Superman that stayed in the sun for a thousand years and he's just like unstoppable. <laughs> like you can't hurt him at all, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And Superman has this move where he can just like charge loads of solar energy and just like make a massive explosion. Yeah. But then he becomes human for twenty four hours. Okay. That seems really like a really stupid move to do. Because <laughs> he regenerates his health by the sun, right? Yeah. So why is he not very tanned? He should be yeah. extremely That's the thing, isn't it? Oh, it's because he uses factor fifty, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's because he has regenerative powers and so obviously the sun tanning your skin is actually destroying cells, but his cells so are regenerating. Like How does his suit not burn? Oh my gosh, must be super. Big, big bang theory all over here. Kryptonian mm. yeah. material, isn't it? Talking of Big Bang Theory, though. Okay. Gee, mate, I'm going to just go off that. Right. Go. So Sheldon dies, but he's alive in Planet 2050. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. They just had the end to season 10. Did you watch it? I did watch it. Was it good? It was alright. Sheldon proposed to Amy. Spoilers? Are you going to watch it? Oh, is that, <laughs> is that when she opens? She's a schoolgirl or something like that. No, no, no. no. Who's Amy? Amy's Sheldon's girlfriend, long-time girlfriend. But, but yeah, because there's she, an episode. She's the one who does that. Though. She's yeah. in the schoolgirl outfit. Uh, did we episode. see that when we were in the hotel? Yeah, yeah. We saw that, and he proposes to her, right? Because some other woman's hitting on him. Is that right? And then, and then he's getting close to another woman, and then he freaks out and runs back and proposes to. Yeah, no, yeah, that is, sorry, yeah, that is, that is it. Yeah. That's literally the only thing I've ever yeah, yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, no, it's an episode, yeah. Oh, right. Sorry, Joey, just ran it for you. Are you actually watching it, Joey? Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I feel like Big Bang Theory is one of those shows where it has to come to an end yeah. fairly soon. Because there's only so many, so much more it can do, I think. Mm. Like, there could be some breakups, but inevitably, the people watching the shows are going to want them to get back together. Yeah, happy ending. Didn't we discuss last time that there was supposed to be a prequel now? There's like a the, there's a the prequel Sheldon. coming out, Sheldon, and the yeah. trailer came out. Really? Yeah, yeah, last week. And there was like an extended trailer as well. Does it look any good? It doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look like something that I, I would go and watch. probably watch one episode. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like he's a, which he is, a very socially awkward person in society. And it's basically him going to that arc of a secondary school, isn't it? when he's only, like, seven or whatever, and he's just outsmarting everyone, even okay. the teachers. Right. And it's kind of like... All right, it's going to be funny at points, but how much can they actually do with this? It off to one season. Yeah. yeah, probably. <laughs> and, like, his dad's in it, because you don't see his dad in it, because his dad... Dad died. Dad died. And his mum's in it, and his sister's and his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... It's, it looks interesting. Has Raj got a girlfriend yet? No. Yeah, I think I think once he huh. I was gonna say, didn't he have an intervention with his ex girlfriends yeah, and they yeah. discussed what was wrong with him? <laughs> Do you know what? I, I don't know if this is a trend in like Hollywood sitcoms, but I watched something called Silicon Valley, mm. which is like a comedy show about basically people in Silicon Valley in California, mm. and they all work for like different app companies, and then they create their own, and it's really funny actually. Um, it's got T J Miller, who's the he's in Deadpool, mm. um, and other. Other than glasses behind bar. Yeah, yeah, him and um, but yeah. So there's basically it's the same premise. There's like four white guys and one you know Indian guy, and they've all got like relationships. And this Indian guy's the only one he doesn't, and he's really unsuccessful in love. And I don't know if that's just like a oh the minority is not going to Hollywood stereotype. Up. Yeah, but Silicon Valley's quite good. Um, mm. It's just half an hour episodes. So, so it sounds, sounds like a show. I was going to start watching Beta. I think it was called. But yeah, I, I'd recommend it. It's quite funny. Cool. Um, cool. I've also started watching series three of Kimmy Schmidt, which is what a ne- one? Netflix yeah. show. Yeah, uh, 
Series 3 is not as good, but it's Series so 1 and 2... It's so stupid, It's, it's so, so dumb. The like, premise is Kimmy Schmidt is a 30-something woman, but she was kidnapped when she was, like, an early teenager, yeah, like and she was held in a bunker for, like, 15 years mm. in a cult um, with right. three other women... No, two other women and this guy, the Reverend... Gary Wayne, Richard Wayne, or something, that's his name, <laughs> played by John Hamm. And then right. so she escapes the bunker, and but she, so she's in like 2016, mm. is when it's all 15 when it starts, and she still thinks it's like 99 or something. Mm. Right. And so she's learning about all these things, like iPods, and just trying to basically, she's growing up, but she's like already a fully grown woman. Right. And it's just her trying to find like jobs and, you know, find love and it's just quite funny she lives with this um uh really camp wannabe actor called titus andromedon and this crazy hippie called Lil- lillian and then she meets this uh really rich bitch called jacqueline and it's just it's quite funny like and then mm-hmm. titus is so kind of flamboyant yeah, and he has this flamboyant. song in like the first Pino series Pinot noir <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because the whole song is just him rhyming things with Pinot Noir. He's like, Pinot Noir, Cuban cigar. Pinot Noir, je ne sais quoi. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's just, it's funny because it's so silly because like, Kimmy, like the word, she doesn't understand like a lot of like innuendos and so, and, and she also comes out of all these like rap lyrics and she's like, I can break it down. She's like, you know, Pretends to be two pack or whatever. It's just, just oh. it's quite funny. But series three isn't as good so far. They've tried to already do two songs with um, Tyus, oh, and really? it's just not funny. Mm. I'm watching two yet. Series two is good. I'd, I'd watch, but yeah, it's again easy watching. Um, but this this episode, I think they're trying to this series. They're trying to be too, like, again, like they're trying to basically double everything that was funny in the first mm. few series. And it's just it. They just need. They had a good formula. They don't need to change anything, but I feel like they are. Um, but yeah, again, so check out Silicon Valley and Kimmy Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, I have seen that Kimmy Schmidt one on Netflix just when I'm scrolling through it. Yeah. It doesn't look like my kind of thing. But, but I didn't think it'd I'll, be my kind of thing. Yeah, I think I'll, it's I'll not my it kind of thing either, but I think it's funny. It's funny. It's, it's, funny. Funny. Like, it's, it's quite a funny concept. It's just so dumb that it's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, oh shit. Oh, burn. <laughs> That's payback, bitch. <laughs> payback well, for what? Talking of shots fired. <laughs> you slated me the other week in a podcast. Ah, good. That, that, that segment was kind of naughty again. Okay, well done. No one, don't even catch no, the Yeah, shots fired, yeah. Okay. Shots fired. Oh, fair play. So yeah, I'm watching this show called Shots Fired. I talked about it maybe like three weeks ago. Um, it's about a... Uh, there's a town in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um where a black policeman shoots a white kid and they have to call in a like a prosecutor and an investigator to try and find out like basically like who was it a racially motivated attack or was it like um just like something like something that happened like basically was the was the killing justified basically and um there a video gets leaked of the black policeman uh, on the day that he's graduated from the police academy and they say like it's like his his dad like asking him oh uh what have you got to say? And he's like, oh yeah, I'm getting ready to shoot these, shoot these crackers, basically, is what he says. <laughs> and yeah, so, the police, like, he's like, trying to deal with, basically, like, pretty much the whole town, like, hates him now. And even like, the people in his uh, police union, like, the police union dropped him 
Um, he's been relegated to like desk do, doing desk duty. His uh, commanding officer like pretty much hates him now. So he's like him and his family trying to deal with that. Um, which like I was thinking is like understandable because imagine if you heard a white policeman saying, "I'm getting ready to kill these n words." Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. So, so obviously maybe it's not the same thing, but do you know what I mean? Like he he would get dropped and he would be hated by a load of people. Is it based mm. on a film, like a previous film or anything? Because I, I so. feel like I've watched a film that's like exactly like that. I don't think so. Is it how long is this series? Ten episodes. But um, maybe you're thinking of that Detroit that we. But I haven't seen it. No, but it's a we watched trailer for it. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's like that. Oh, I was okay, saying, but yeah, fair enough. But yeah, so it's just um, it's just basically like there's like loads of different people and there's like loads of people who are connected. Like there's, there's this guy, this white boy who's been killed, and then there was a black boy who has been killed who got killed like two weeks earlier, but no one knows who killed him. And um, his mum was like saying like, why isn't anyone trying to help my son? Like to the police department stuff like that. So everyone, so the, the investigators think that the police department is dirty, and then they think that one of the uh, reverends in the city in the town might have something to do with it. And everyone's just basically like well shady. And it turns out that the two murders are like kind of connected. The two Ooh. kids who died but knew each other. So now they're just trying. I'm only on episode four. But they're trying to find out like basically like what, what the fuck's going on. So yeah, Where, it's, which it's network can we check it out on? It is on. Fox or Sky. Cool. Cool. Well, I'll watch that. Ollie, let's hear from you. What TV have you been watching? TV. Where's the segue, mate? No segue. So, TV, I've... Um, so, every morning, when I'm getting ready to go to work, I'm always just putting on the TV, seeing whatever's on, mm. and it's been The Middle, which is like... Uh, that's that's a fist pump there. Yeah. Um, so, it's just following an like American family... In wherever I don't know where they are. Actually, Janet uh, from, from Scrubs. Orson, yeah, Manuel Flynn. Yeah. Orson, Indiana, I think. Uh, and it's just funny. It's like that High School Drama, mm. and I'm just loving it. Mm. I've I've only watched it season eight. Yeah. I just started you, from yeah, season you, eight, you and I just watched it because I, I don't like going back. Mm. Um, because like the kids are younger, and it's really weird. But it's good when they. Like, it's good when they're young. Back. They're really funny. All the kids, funny, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I'm like happy with you know like a feel good love story kind of high school drama. So that's that's me. Yeah. It's like your typical like, not even like they're a family who's like they're not like middle class. They're like working class, and they like know they're working class. So like nothing in their house works. <laughs> their house is like full to shit, and like basically their their luck is just terrible. And like everyone else, like their neighbours across the street, they're like, um, basically they're like a middle class family, and it's just funny like seeing the contrast between like the two. Of them. Yeah. So oh. I had some really negative views about it before I even started watching it. Or oh. even back when I, I like was just on the telly and it was like season two or whatever, I was like, This looks really shit but you so easily just like fall into yeah. a routine and watch Aren't it. all the kids just dumb as fuck? Yeah, but that's what makes it. No, funny, no, no, no. The the the, the little the little the the, the the oldest child, he's dumb, but he's like good at sports and stuff. The middle child, she's not dumb, but she's like the most unlucky person <laughs> in the world. But she's like the most optimistic person you'll ever meet. So it's quite like she's got quite an endearing character. And the smallest child, he's like the forgotten child basically. He's really smart, but he's just like socially inept pretty much. And yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah it's quite funny actually. Really How's it compared to like Modern Family and those sorts of. Oh, it's a whole different ballpark. Yeah. Because really. yeah. oh, okay. Modern Family is like funny, like. They tr- like, I feel like they try and be funny. Well, they all obviously try and be funny. It's hard to explain, I don't know. Mm. It's rubbish. I can't explain this kind of difference. <laughs> I love Girl. watching a dysfunctional family. It's just like... It's a different <laughs> kind of dysfunctional family. That's the thing. <laughs> it's like, because it's like you're saying, like, 
they obviously modern family they're all quite well off aren't they they're not exactly poor and then you've yeah. got this one where they are a working class family so it's like mm. the two contrasts between them and then you've got one which is just one family while you've got the other which is like four families no three families three families okay let's catch up on one family okay yeah, well, they've all really grown up. Well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The girl, um, the younger girl, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, I think Sarah Highland's going out with the guy from. She's the older, hmm? she's she's the older girl. Yeah, she's going out with the guy from that TV, Netflix TV series uh, with the ginger girl as the main character. What's her name? Shadowness. Yeah, that's the one. Going out with the guy, with the two different colour eyes. Don't know who that is, but fair enough. Yeah. This is why you need to learn the actors' names, mate. I, I remembered one. Come on. I you know that well show there. on Netflix? Yeah, mate. But I'd seen it. Yeah, but I said, I described it and I pointed to someone who I thought would be. To be fair, Kimmy Schmidt's main like, character is Ginger. Could have been Kimmy Schmidt as well. Yeah, but then I would have said Kimmy Schmidt because we just spoke about it. He... He got it. Did he not get yeah, it? He did. Yeah, because I know you like the one who watches that shit show. Aye. <laughs> it is fucking rubbish. Aye. <laughs> It's like one of those shows where you start watching it, you just want to see how it ends. Okay. Well, talking Netflix, Joe, you've watched a documentary on Netflix. Yes. Oh, Tell us about that. I watched the Paul Gascoigne documentary on Netflix. Mm. I thought it was really good. Mm. And just to like sort of see into his past. and. Mm. So he's an ex-footballer, right? Yeah, he's an ex-footballer. Played for Newcastle, Tottenham, Lazio, Rangers, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough Everton. He's been around the block, hasn't he? I think as well. Yeah, something like that. Real journey man. Like, he's been around, but to sort of find out what he went through in his past to sort of bring him to the point where he was at, where he's an alcoholic and sort of in the depressed state, you kind of see that the stuff that he went through wasn't all his fault. Mm. Like the phone tapping mm. stuff that happened to him, it happened. He was getting phone tapped for fourteen years. Mm. Was it? And he got really paranoid and he knew something was happening, but he sort of lost his family because of it. And Why was, how, why was he getting phone tapped? The, uh, we're all getting phone tapped. The, the media. <laughs> no, no, no. The media was tapping his phone to listen in on his conversations. Oh. And he sort of like fell apart from his family and all his injury. It's, it's a really interesting story about a footballer. If you like football, watch it. Because he was like... Like, I don't know, I'm trying to compare it in terms now. I don't know. Like, so you know, like David Beckham was like really like revered as a footballer when he played for England. He was mm. that was basically Gaza in the nineties, mm. and like because he was really really good basically, and mm. he just kind of like fell from grace. Obviously, yeah. he had like drug problems. All the problems. problems. Is yeah. he quite honest about it, yeah. or is it like? Well, he's very open about everything. Okay. Do you know what I think was this, <laughs> the silliest thing? I think I said this to you the other day. So, when Paul Gascoigne was at Middlesbrough. His um, when they would go to away games, the person who share room was Paul Merson, mm. and they're both yeah like druggy slash alcoholics. I don't know why you would let the two of them share room together because they were getting geared up before games. <laughs> so yeah. this is what I'm, like I think as a manager you would think like surely like I need to keep these two apart yeah. because they were good mates and they both fucking drank and did drugs. But, but no, it, it's it's a really interesting documentary yeah. and it sort of delves right deep into his personal life and what made him the man he is mm. did you know that he was going to sign for Man United yeah. before he signed for Tottenham but the reason he signed for Tottenham was because you guys promised to like buy his <laughs> mum and dad a mum and dad a house yeah, his, his dad a car his sister like a sofa bed his, wasn't it? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah his, sister, his sister a sofa mate today's football that seems like nothing <laughs> if I'm honest and have you watched any other like football 
uh, documentaries like Ronaldo. Or You've seen the crazy, isn't you? Or is it that? The no, crazy. I've seen the crazy game. game. I don't want to watch the crazy game. That's a good one. Think something's bullshit though. Yeah, I haven't watched the Ronaldo one either. Ronaldo one's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they'd be just quite self-indulgent. Well, because you kind of see him like he has a little bit of struggle in life because obviously his dad was an alcoholic and he died of alcohol poisoning, I guess. And then like obviously he didn't. He would. He grew up in quite a poor part of town, Very and then he took the risk to go to somewhere before sport, or he went sport in Lisbon. Yeah, he was, he was from Madeira, which yeah, is an so island, which is a trek away. So yeah, he had to leave to his family him, yeah. to do that, and then yeah, and then you see how he helps his brother out because he's got Ronaldo's obviously he's quite egotistical, but he's got his own museum, and his brother like manages the museum to like keep himself like occupied and stuff. Mm. Ronaldo's very family orientated, is what it seems, and now yeah. you see the perspective of his mum. Yeah, stuff like that so yeah mm-hmm. it's only yeah. like an hour and a half so it's not yeah. too long anyway I find a good thing to watch if you're interested in finding out more about football players is a thing called um, Football's Greatest it was a Sky Sports sort of documentary series mm. they're I think half, half either half an hour or an hour long and they go over various footballers over the course of football mm. basically and you find out like their their backstory kind of how they were seen by other footballers in their time it's quite a good little series to watch for mm. football's greatest okay we'll check that out about a lot of old footballers mm. nice sounds good cool yeah. okay let's talk about films like, mm. so i've seen a film called colossal this last week which I mean, why? Show we us. don't know give us what, what is will, colossal i will try and describe it to you but it's pretty weird. Who's it by? So it's by a Spanish director called Nacho Monreal. Valdonaldo or something like that. His um, actual name is Nacho. <laughs> Nacho. Yeah, Ignacio. Ignacio. Oh. Um, it's, Nachos. <laughs> it was going to be a kind of European art film until Anne Hathaway kind of decided to get on board of it. Right. And it's got Jason Sudeikis in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, from Where the Millers? Yeah, from Where the Millers. And Dan Stevens, who's the Beast from Beauty and the Beast, and he's mm. also in Downton Abbey and mm. things like that. Yeah. So, essentially, the film is about Anne Hathaway's character, who is an alcoholic. Right. Dan Stevens is her boyfriend. He kind of is fed up with her like bumming around and you know she always lies to him and stuff like that mm. and so he says I can't be with you in the state you need to sort yourself out so they basically break up and she goes back home and this is where she meets Jason Sudeikis um, long story short so no, no no the other part of the story is in Seoul in South Korea every so often this huge monster turns up I think they're called K- Kajigas or something so I don't know. There's a there's a yeah the the special name for yeah. monsters in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. I know what you want. Anyway, so this monster kind of like destroys parts of Seoul. Long story short, it turns out that when Anne Hathaway goes to a sand pit in her hometown, mm. she turns into the monster in Seoul. Oh. So whatever she does in the sand pit, like if she waves her arms or whatever, the monster does the same. But obviously, there's buildings and stuff around. Right, okay. <laughs> this, what, what the fuck? Okay. So it's only if Anne Hathaway goes in the sandpit. Of it's anyone who goes well, in the sandpit. Well, and also uh, later on, spoilers, Jason Sudeikis 
he can go in there as well. So I'm assuming... And then he turns into a robot. So, it's... What, he turns into a robot or a robot appears inside? A robot appears inside. So... Mm. Oh my god! It's kind of like a twofold <laughs> story. Of she's how the fuck she gets they find that causal link. She gets involved kind of with Jason Sudeikis, but then he kind of turns into this really domineering. Um, it, uh, kind of they're not going out, but he's really controlling, and he gives her a job at the bar. But obviously, they're kind of both function alcoholics. Um, and then he kind of says like, "Oh, you you need to work late," and he cut. Mm. It, it turns into a kind of domestic abuse relationship. Um, and he gets quite physical with her. Um, and then so and then like and Dan, they both go into the sandpit and have a fight and then, yeah they do oh, so anyway she monster figures, wars she yeah. figures out that she's this monster how the hell did she figure that out so she she has this kind of tick where she'll kind of scratch the top of her head and play with her hair in a certain way and then she watches the news and this this monster is doing the same actions mm. and so what she does is uh because she normally does all this when she's passed out drunk. Well, she's drunk and then passes out and doesn't remember. Um, and then she kind of thinks, mm, maybe I am this this monster. So she kind of... She figures out that it's part of the sandbox as well. And then, so she, she kind of does, like, a, a particular move. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm waving my hand here, but... Uh, and then she watches the news quickly and then the robot's doing the same... Uh, the monster's doing the same thing. Mm. So she figures out that it's her, which is weird. Anyway, so she she tries to be a nice monster. So she gets this Korean guy to translate, like, I'm not doing anything wrong, I'm not here to hurt you. And then she kind of writes it in a, some way on, on in Seoul. And so all the people then start loving her. And then... And then... The Jason Sudeikis is just fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> and then he figures out that he could turn into a robot over there. And then he, because he wants her to kind of stay with him, he's like, if you don't uh, stay with me, I'm going to destroy Soul. And so he's like stomping and then they fight in, and it cuts between them fighting as humans in the sand pit and as them as kind of monsters. Oh, and it's just fun. It sounds like it's a very mismatched film. What possessed, so you, what possessed you to pick up this film and think, yeah, you know what? Well, I'm going to watch this film. So I had a free ticket to view. Other cinemas are available. Um, and I thought, you know, I can see uh, King Arthur and Pirates in Odeon but they, well they're not showing Colossal so I thought I'll, I'll watch oh, a film oh it's a new film I thought it was like yeah, when no, you no, got no, on DVD no 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 it's only come oh, out like a couple of weeks ago but oh. I just thought I'd see something that I probably wouldn't normally see mm. and it is actually good like I would recommend seeing it but it's just batshit crazy right. and you find out how they how the sand pit becomes this conduit for you know the link between soul but it okay. it's kind of it's very very weird mm. but it's kind of you know, I came out and I was like, actually, that's good. Um, uh, it's right. interesting ideas. And also, I was kind of thinking... <laughs> Someone's tripping balls, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'm just reading too much into it with my, like, film degree kind of analysis, but it kind of felt like a, um analogy for kind of American invasion because this American woman... Well, this American kind of monster essentially goes into a foreign country, fucks it up, mm. then says, oh, I'm, I'm here, on your, I'm on your side. And then the people there are like, oh, yeah, okay, you know, we, we like you. And then another foreign invasion comes in and then the American one fights to get it out. And then it's like, yeah, America. It's like, you weren't in the first place and ruined their city. So I don't yeah. know, maybe I'm looking so, too but, much into yeah, it. Yeah, but... no. 
Um, but you know, well, I was going to say, didn't she do it by accident? She didn't know she was a monster, right? Yeah, but so I'm looking it up, and it's got seventy nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I would. I know you're all kind of sitting there like, <laughs> I ain't gonna watch this, but it's actually quite interesting, and you know the the personal relationship as well in terms of like domestic abuses, it's interesting. So it's just how long is this film? It's just over an hour and a half. <laughs> it's under two hours. It's about hour 45, maybe. Potential to watch. It, it'd be a DVD film. It'd be a DVD film. Chris, Chris I know you. Chris it'll is be, not on It'll be a film that you'd put on and put on two other films at the same time and also try and play Football Manager. Yeah, I fall asleep. But no, I would, I would recommend it. It's, it's so difficult to explain. How did you find out about it? That I just went like... to see it. I, just, I was on, on the View app and I was like, what's, what's coming up? What's showing at a time like? and see. Next time you do that, let me know because I've got a view ticket to use. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to go and see... Uh, that was the day that you lot were going to go and see King Arthur or something. A couple of weeks ago, I think, maybe. Anyway, I saw King Arthur, which I don't think any of you have. No. no. So I won't spoil it because I know that you might want to go and see it. Um, I don't know the story of King what's, Arthur. What's your no, do you, Joe? No, you Joe? do not. He pulls do you? the sword from the stone and becomes King of England. Not on this one, mate. King of the North. <laughs> Sorry, John. So this is this is a origins, quote unquote, story of King Arthur, right? The naughty little cunt, because he's Guy Ritchie in it. Guy Ritchie directs it, and he's lock, stock, and two fucking smoking barrels. So it's a proper naughty little film. I'm surprised Danny Dyer wasn't in it. Um, so is it true that David Beckham is in it? David Beckham is in it. Yeah, he has a cameo, um, <laughs> which is not the worst cameo of the week, which I will reveal in a sec. But so it starts with um, Eric Banner is Uther Pendragon, which is Arthur's dad. Yeah. And then um, he's been given Excalibur by Merlin. Uh, and then there's like mages and humans are living like, you know, side by yeah. side. Uh, and then Uther's uh, brother, Vortigan, who's played by Jude Law, he gets sent to live with the mages because they want someone to kind of, you know, someone royalty to kind of, you know, uh, endear the mages to them a bit more. Right. Uh, anyway, this is not a spoiler. Vortigern kind of gets a bit megalomaniac and, and then tries to kill Uther Pendragon. And then Uther finds this out and sends his baby son away uh, to Londinium, a.k.a. London. Right. And uh, then, anyway, so Arthur grows up in a brothel and doesn't know what his heritage is. And it's basically, um, then Arthur starts having these dreams about like, because um, it's all quite magical. There's a lot of, you know, huge elephants. I was going to say, it looked like that in the trailer. Magic and yeah, sorcery yeah. and stuff, which is kind of was the worst part of it. But anyway, so then Excalibur becomes revealed again. Um, and then everyone's trying to pull it out of the stone. And then... Uh, and then anyway, so then all the boys of a certain age get sent to the castle to try and pull it out. And then he ends up pulling it out. And then from there, it's him against his uncle. Um, so it was a good film. The so, wor- so Uther dies. Yeah, but that's not a spoiler right. because that's happens in the trailers. <laughs> um, it's a good film. It's very Guy Ritchie stylized. So if you've ever seen any of his films, like the Sherlock Holmes films, mm. Rock and Roller... Lock, stock, snatch. Like, it's, you know, the very kind of... I've, I've, the way I describe it is like MTV, kind of poppy, you know, it'll be yeah. a, a slow-mo to a really quick speed up and a very stylized, very like... If you've seen 
Kick-Ass, mm. uh, Matthew Vaughan's film, like they're all, he's, he was his producer as well, so they're very much influenced by mm. one another, um, which I quite like that style of of directing. Um, but for me, the worst part of it was the magical side of it. It just, I don't know, I just didn't think that the legend of King Arthur would be as kind of magical as that. And it kind of, some of the parts of it, you know, it's huge elephants, huge snakes, and it's like... Yeah. I would rather just see a, a proper medieval battle right. um, in the style of Game of Thrones or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, but no, it was good. What would you rate it out of 10? Probably a 6 and a... Six, six, just six, above average. 6, 6 and so a half. So it was worse than Colossus? Uh, yes, I would say so. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But then again, they're very hard to compare. But yeah, David <laughs> Beckham has a cameo in it. Um, I don't know what to say about it, really. He was just in it. I'm intrigued to know what your favourite cameo is. Does he actually say anything? No, worse, yeah, he's he's got quite a few lines, actually. So, he's the, so yeah. he's the guy who's basically facilitating all the boys trying to pull the sword out of the stone. And then, like... So, Charlie Hunnam, he's from Sons of Anarchy, if any of you have seen that. Yeah. Uh, he plays King Arthur, and it's very geezery. Um, and then he comes up, he's like, what am I doing then, Gov? And then David Beckham's like, just fucking pull it. He doesn't say that, but he's like, pull it out of the stone, mate. And then uh, he's like, get your ten digits, wrap it around the hill, and give it a tug. And that's kind of a direct quote. So it's very, yeah. Oh, Benny Byron. Oi. Naughty, with a W. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the worst cameo of the week comes in Pirates of the Caribbean 5, which again, I won't spoil, but it's utter dog shit. But Paul McCartney's in it. So the Beatle, right? So you know in one of the Pirates, Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones is Johnny Depp's dad. Yeah, or yeah, Jack Sparrow's dad. Well, this is his uncle, and he says, "I think it was his brother, wasn't it?" I thought it was what? his dad. I thought it was his brother. No, yeah, sorry. Anyway, so Paul McCartney plays this his uncle who's also in prison, and I was just like, I just saw it, and I was like, "What is fuck is going on?" <laughs> he t- he tells this joke about a, a skeleton. I don't know, but just <laughs> you, Paul McCartney, hate you. I wonder who they're gonna have. <laughs> Uh, for the next one Rod Stewart but anyway so Pirates of the Caribbean 5 I think it's the last one that they're going to do I've only seen the first and the second one I didn't bother with 3 and 4 3 and 4 shit um, yeah. this one was dog shit man like the first one was the best one the, for, yeah. what, what, what made the first one good was like the charm of Jack Sparrow even though yeah. he's a drunkard it was quite funny it was a lot of you know it's action it's good CGI um, this just was a mess man they're trying to find Trident of Poseidon. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp just is just Jack Sparrow. Like all he does is just go for two hours, and then there's Caius Godelario and some other guy who's basically a mini Kira Knightley and a mini Orlando Bloom. So they both are in it. Well, they they're basically the same. Yeah, but were they both in it? No. Who? Orlando Bloom and Kira no. Knightley. Yeah. Yeah, they were in it. I knew they were going to be in it. Both of them were in it. Only in cameos. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's basically like a soft reboot of the first one. Yeah. And, Mm. like, Barbosa's in it, and it just was not interesting. Mm. And there's a part in in the beginning, um, which all I'll say about it is, basically, it's like a Pirates of the Caribbean version of Fast and Furious 5, when they're dragging the safe through Rio de Janeiro. So when you watch it, Think if if that makes sense. Was there were the two the two uh, like jokesters in it the ones who were like skeleton people in the first and second one? No, oh, so Mackenzie Crook was not in it. Yeah, oh, no, no. He wasn't there. it. 
they were they tried to put a lot of comedy in it, but a lot of the comedy revolved around like sexual innuendo, which mm. was kind of a bit like cheap. It wasn't that funny. So obviously, like KS Godelari is in a corset for the whole entire thing, mm. and it's and then at one point she's trying to jump in the sea, and so she takes part of her dress off, and then uh, the guy who's Mini Orlando Bloom uh, is like, oh, I th- you know what are you doing stop and then Johnny Depp's like oh you could have seen loads more if you and I was just like oh come on and it's basically all like that all like kind of it's it's not quite the dick joke Seth Rogen thing but it's pretty much halfway there yeah and yeah the CGI is good like the effects are good but the story just really wasn't interesting well that's the first time every single film after that has become progressively worse yeah well the thing is like the first three had some kind of like link I feel the third one was pushing it, and then the fourth one was just different. Yeah. I think they're trying to add too many things about like the ocean. It, yeah. and it just retrofits so much. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, remember this happens in series in the the second Davey one, and then but like, this what? this tangentially yeah. links to it. I think it, I think three would have been it, but obviously Disney being Disney. And plus, Javier Bardem playing Salazar. Um, so the the kind of subtitle was Salazar's Revenge, but that's only in the UK, I think. Um, I couldn't understand half the stuff he was saying. <laughs> like, and it wasn't just because he's got a Spanish accent, it's because when they see Jai's face, it just yeah. muffles it. Um, also, the fact that it's called Salazar's Revenge makes not... I mean, it makes sense, but when you, when the opening, just before the credits, there's like a prologue, and then at the end of the prologue, like, Salazar says, dead men tell no tales, and that's what the kind of worldwide... Yeah. Subtitle is so it yeah. makes more sense, and then Pirates Caribbean Salazar's Revenge. And I was like, doesn't really mm. work. Yeah. yeah, but we always get stuff like that, and then they they end up changing it anyway, don't they? Why like, why do they do that? It's now? like it's like um, Live Die Repeat. That was never its original name. What was its original name? It was uh, Edge, Edge of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow is a much better name. Yeah, Live Die. I know Live isn't, Die Repeat does explain it, but isn't there a second one of that coming yeah, out called they, Live Die Repeat Repeat? repeat yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna yeah. be shit. Edge when, of Tomorrow yesterday. When, when, yeah. when was that? That'd be better, though. Huh? They, they've it? changed it now. It, as, changed, as soon as it came on out, DVD. it really? changed to Live Die Repeat. Yeah. There's, there's been a few no. films So, like Avengers that, was Avengers Assemble here, but that's because there was a British TV show called Avengers. Yeah. Um, I call Philosopher's Stone was the Sorcerer's Stone. Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. I don't know why they changed it. Like, and the, I'm sure there's been. Unless Philosopher's Stone means something else. A lot of the Fast and Furious tend to have different subtitles in. Uh, other countries so it's like I think Fast Five was Fast and Furious Rio Heist yeah and what was this one The Fate of the Furious, Furious but ours was just Fast and Furious 8 I don't know why they change it to be honest you might as well just no it was it. Fast 8 wasn't it or was it Fast 7 it was Fast 7 Know, seven Fast, it. Seven Furious. It's, yeah. it, there is a few films that, that, that they've done that too. I can't mm. name another one. It's just stupidness. But out of the three recent releases, Colossal is by far the best, The Pirates is by far the worst. Fair enough. I don't, you have not enticed yeah, me to sold see any, any of them. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad I didn't waste hours of my life. Going watch Colossal, them. watch King Arthur, don't watch Pirates of the Caribbean. Again, honestly, I'm not going to watch any of them now. <laughs> I'm not watch King Arthur. Watch King Arthur, then we can. We've got, we've got. I want Baywatch. We got Baywatch tomorrow. We got Wonder Woman Thursday, mate. I've got enough. House of Cards comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. House of Cards tomorrow. Yes. No one cares about it, but Big Brother starts on Friday. So I'm going to be watching that. I'll give you, I'll give you my updates on Big Brother weekly. You really don't have to. I will. Seven. I will. Orbi is the only. I'm going to get catchy on one of these ones as well. Yeah, get catchy on. Get the swings on. 
<laughs> yeah. And Defenders comes out soon, doesn't it, as well? And August. Spider-Man comes out soon as well. July. So I'm actually sure. quite looking forward to the new Spider-Man film. I think, I think so. I think I've seen the second, that second trailer, yeah. No, I didn't. I, I purposely know. haven't watched it. It looks quite good. It looks quite good, yeah. It's just more... It, it just enhances the fact that social not... media is a key aspect yeah. of reality. <laughs> so. so you've watched a recent film. Boss Baby? Oh, yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't that good. Okay, fair it's enough. It's just like the idea that these babies, obviously, are not, are not created the way that it is in real life. And there's like a machine that dictates whether they're a baby or they're a boss. And... Yeah, and then he goes undercover, and I have no, I have no reason. I didn't get far enough to figure out the reason why he he became a boss baby in this family. So, <laughs> but there is another one coming out, so it must have done quite well. Really? Yeah. There's a boss baby too. Yeah, it got announced. Oh, so, should be called boss toddler. Boss toddler, yeah. Okay, so that's not a recommendation then from Chris. Well, I th- yeah, well, I thought asleep for a lot of things, this. but yeah, that wasn't great. Okay. Anyone got anything else I want to mention? Ollie, inspired yeah, by Alien Covenant. Um, so yeah, I did a full-on watching all of Alien, the quadrilogy. Mm. Um, the what? Quadrilogy, so four. it's four movies. Um, so Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, and then Alien Resurrection. And then I went on to AVP. Wow. You didn't watch Prometheus? No, I didn't. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I skipped out. <laughs> I think that's a lie. I think I must have. I must have. Um, but, yeah, my God, they just get much worse as they go on. <laughs> so Alien was obviously the, the best one. It was, and it, they far. had everything in it, and it was what nineteen seventy nine. So, it's I mean, it's just years, almost 50, almost forty years old. It's a really good movie. There's, yeah, it's it's the movie with the least number of casting, and yet it's actually the most like intense. And yeah. they kind of continue the exact same story for the rest of them. Like, oh no, there's a there's an alien on board. What are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah. People are not following the rules, being really stupid. Oh, yeah. mate, you would. Hated number two um, and the third one and the resurrection as well because there's so many <laughs> stupid things that people do. It's like oh my god, you might as well just not be in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would have slapped them like no joke. There's so there's um, in Aliens so the second one, mm. it's a, a military op, and they go to the planet where they first find the alien. Yeah, um, and they. Essentially, it's a military op because they had a, a colony. Um, they're trying to colonise this planet, like terraforming it. Um, but the aliens got out and everyone's kind of been like consumed. Um, so there's this one bit where they find out that actually um, the lawyer who is defending Ripley, because she survived the first alien attack, so yeah. she goes along as a, like a consultant. Um, he's working against them all um, to capture the alien and sell it on as like arm like for army purposes yeah and um they find out that he tries to kill them but they just let him loose and he and like i would have like shot his kneecaps or something <laughs> they had him in a chair and they get surrounded by the these aliens and they just like yep yeah, you know he's done a run out and he didn't do anything <laughs> about it oh my god it drove me up the wall yeah man. but yeah man check out alien if you have what about avp AVP. I liked AVP because that's the first like proper alien versus predator. No. AVP two goes downhill. I'm gonna have oh, to rewatch that is it. Crap. But mate, alien is just shit scary. It's the most terrifying extraterrestrial I think you can actually. What alien? Yeah, man. Mm. They've got everything. So it's like you get this parasite attached to your face. Yep. It bleeds acid. It's jet black, so you can't see it like anywhere really. 
and it like crawls on walls. It's got man, yeah, petrifying. Yeah, yeah. Film students Scary love stuff. that because they write about it with feminist theory in terms of like the fact that it's yeah. the, the fear of woman and motherhood and stuff because it's like an inversion. Like obviously, a lot of the characters are men and they get kind of impregnated by his face hugger that kind of looks like a dirty vagina and then obviously the railing bursts out of your chest so it's like a, a birth right. scene so it's very uh freudian and uh, okay yeah so it's good anyway <laughs> i'm sure i've written a few essays about it <laughs> chris is looking chris is shell shocked fuck yeah whatever some hey. people find the weird stuff in weird stuff yeah trust me yeah well quite case in point with glenn yeah, yeah. read some of my dissertations uh, no. <laughs> after the films you got me to watch in my lifetime mate i don't want to read like any what? of your dishes like what i'm not naming any of the films that glenn antichrist did. antichrist <laughs> uh serbian film yeah uh, <laughs> human centipede <laughs> one two and three i haven't seen the third one yet no neither have one i don't plan to either. hostel What's yes. Hostel? Hostel? You've never seen Hostel? That's the Eli Roth film where these backpackers go to um, uh, is that Slova- is that Slovakia. The, is that the one where the guy gets pulled down the toilet? The, the blow, it's this woman gets her eye blow torch and it pops out and then... Um, yeah, basically Glenn scarred me for life. <laughs> we can get <laughs> um, I'm really alright. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, are in, you are into some weird films. That's to be said. Uh, this, uh, you know, people... People make them a weirder, surely. All these terror films. Yeah. But like, off of weird films, not not off of it, I mean, just like, let's go off of that topic of weird films. <laughs> right. I've, I was saying, we were talking about before, like, we're watching Riverdale. Yeah, I actually enjoying it a lot more now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is series one finished yet? No. It has finished. Has it? Yeah. But, season, yeah, season's finished. It's only oh. 13 episodes. Oh. But, um, yeah. I, haven't finished, I haven't finished watching it yet. I didn't, okay. I didn't think the last one was out. Look cool. But apparently, yeah, apparently by the end they reveal who killed... Um, oh, do they? Yeah, who killed... What's his name again? Jason. Thank you, Jason. Mm-hmm. But, I um, hardly watch him, Ash. Yeah. So, like, there was a... Me, me, I remember we talked about this a while ago, and Joe, actually. There was um, a party, and one of the characters, Veronica, accused another character of incest, basically. Oh, wow. And we were talking yeah. about this, because the boy who died and his twin sister, they seemed to have a very weird yeah. relationship. Yeah, she, she finally called her out on it. Yeah. And so she kind of got a bit squirmy when she asked her about that. So I need, I'm I'm curious to yeah. uh, watch on and see if that's because basically she's been a bit. Of, basically, Veronica called out this other girl. I've forgotten her name. Uh, Jess. No. No. Which girl? The twin blonde. Uh, the ginger, ginger one. one. What is her name? Hannah Baker. <laughs> she called her out and she took over the cheerleaders or whatever she did saying in the cheerleader practice. So then she wanted to get her pay own back. Mm. So she came to this part and she's like basically their version of truth or dare. And they were just calling each other out. It's not even true for there, just like, let me... Let me just call you. Yeah, let me wreck, let me, yeah. let me, let me, let me and, tell um, other people your secrets, basically. Yeah, and that happened, and then she said about the incest thing, and then um, someone and punched someone out. Yeah. Oh. And then, yeah, that was it. Really. <laughs> you know, I always find it really sad when, um, so when this fight breaks out. Um, the person who punches, who throws the first punch, Jughead, he punches him, punches the guy, and he kind of like goes back a little bit, but not too much, and then he goes to punch him again. The guy stops him and just absolutely wallops Chucky yeah. and he goes flying into some glass table and smashes it. And I'm always thinking like, I wish you could at least knock the guy down first, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, was, it, it, makes you but so it, it does, it was realistic though, yeah, because the guy was, was absolutely one. That'd be my, me though, if I ever try and punch someone, it'll, it'll be like at the end of In Between Us 2 when Jay's about to punch his uncle and then just like bitch slaps him. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be me, that'd be me. <laughs> 
and then I just get pummeled. Or like when Joe's fighting Frederick, like yeah, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> although I'm going to be using a gun, so watch yourself. Hey, this is Call of Duty, not you know. Listen, not real life fight. Joe's going to be like Deadpool. He's going to just punch the guy, and just, his hands are just going to break. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, like, it all grow back. Yeah. Have you started watching Thirty Reasons Why yet, Ollie? I haven't, no, I'll be honest. Oh. I, I was looking for something to pick me up, so... Okay, <laughs> not going to watch that, no. no. Oh, Joe might have the antidote. Yeah. What's your From the Archive, mate? Oh, Shrek. I watched that the other day. Nice. Fucking wicked film. Such a sick first film. First one? Yeah, of course the first one. With, um... What, Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. Mm. Do you know what? Someone said, I saw it on the internet, so it's obviously real, that, uh, On the what? Internet. Internet. To, Internet. He's trying to be northern. The internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that apparently Farquad is like, if you say really quickly, it sounds like fuckwad. Love wow. fuckwad. Fuckwad. Yeah. Anyway, back to you. Well, I mean, that... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Shrek. It's a great film. Why is it great? Memories. Memories. <laughs> what memories does it uh, stir up? I thought you were going to say you were Shrek then. I was like, what? I am Shrek. Star Smash Mouth. <laughs> I am Shrek. I'm hey like an onion. I've got layers. Well, as it's one from the archives, why don't you just explain to us the film? Give us a little brief description of the film. Right. What so, happens. there's an ogre called Shrek. Yeah. And he lives on his swamp. Yeah, mm. and basically a load of mystical, magical fairy tale creatures turn up at his swamp because they've been put there by Lord Fuckwad. <laughs> so Shrek goes to Fuckwad's palace or kingdom and fights a load of soldiers. Fuckwad wants to get a wife, and he's chosen this little bitch called Fiona, who's <laughs> in a tower guarded by a dragon. Okay. Shrek goes to the keep. Picks up Fiona, takes Fiona back to Fuckwad. They're about to get married. Shrek says no. They kiss Fiona and Shrek. Fiona turns into an ogre like Shrek, happily ever after. I think you might have missed out a point. The fact that he goes to get the princess is because he wants to get his swamp back yeah. from the mystical creatures. And Fuckwad mm. says that he's going to chuck him out, basically. But isn't it also that Fiona will turn into an ogre unless she kisses... The love of her life. She, tur- she, t- yeah. she, she turns into an, an ogre every night, basically. But isn't it that if she kisses yeah, she Fuck, is. what she could never do that? You know, she would just remain human. Her curse is true love's first kiss will break the curse. And her curse is turning into an ogre every night. So she thinks by kissing Farquaad, she'll remain like a human being Ooh, type thing. It's controversial, mate. Poor Shrek would think, you know, turning into a human. But then, yeah. she kisses Shrek... And she turns into an ogre. So the curse because was that... turning into a human every morning. Exactly. Mm. Twist. Re- Reincarnation. Baker Media Studies on that, mate. So, yeah, boy. basically, Fiona's curse was basically she'll turn into an ogre unless she gets true love's kiss, mm. which will, she'll remain a human. Mm-hmm. But her true love's kiss was Shrek, mm-hmm. who's an ogre. So the curse is turning into a human every day. Yeah. Um, so she's an ogre that's not so human. As much as I'd like to believe that. Haven't you, haven't, yeah. you, haven't, <laughs> you, haven't you missed something of this film? Doesn't don't they do it after oh, the allocated yeah, time? Man. No. Was she not so watched? I'm pretty she's sure before, sun, before sunset. 
No, she no. was an really. That's definitely something. Originally human. <laughs> definitely miss psychic. <laughs> we definitely miss psychic. Like, We've broken Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> like what? What have we missed? I don't know. Gingerbread man. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite character, the gingerbread man. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. So Could be you, mate. <laughs> muffin man. I walked past Drury Lane the other day and I was like, I know there's a nursery rhyme about this, but I couldn't remember who it was. Did you take the muffin I didn't because I couldn't remember who it was. Was there a muffin shop? Did don't know. Or a bakery, at least. There might well have been. There was I think there's a Tesco Express. You should have got a gingerbread man. But how does what did you think about the rest of the Shrek films? So I think it's like four or five? I watched the second one. And it was alright. I thought the second one was quite good. And they get progressively but worse. But yeah. I've, I've never watched Shrek the Third or Shrek the Forever fourth. After. Shrek yeah, the Third was that the baby? Yeah, I think so. And then isn't the fourth one Justin Timberlake? Is that with the little kids, someone in Lancelot or whatever? And they find Merlin or, or Arthur? Oh, yeah. I think so, and yeah. Then, um, he's like, no, you're the real heir. Um, and Shrek's trying to give him the duty. Oh, right. Isn't he? Oh, right. oh, okay, yeah, I think yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I've never watched I'm gonna do, I was gonna, I was going to do my Shrek voice, but it was, <laughs> it's not going to be good. So. Go on, I do your Scottish accent. No, I can't, I really can't. Have you seen that, <laughs> have you seen that uh, video on YouTube, the really messed up one with Shrek, Shrek is life? Yeah, <laughs> Shrek is life, Shrek oh, yeah. is love. No, I'll show you afterwards. <laughs> you'll love it, Glenn, you'll love it. Is it Sausage it Party weird? Yeah. Okay. It's worse, it's worse <laughs> it's not, I don't know, party. it's a different kind of weird. It's, it's worse. a different kind of weird. It's worse. Um, yeah, it just worse. keeps popping up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's worse. Don't watch it. Okay. Glenn, you're going to love it. I'm going to put it on for you after. I will watch it. Yeah. Obi, you've watched a uh, uh, film on... Was it Netflix? Mm. Oh, no, it was on Netflix. Um, Amazon Prime. Oh. Hulu. But <laughs> I watched it. It's a documentary. Um, about? It's called I'm Not Your Negro. It is about... James Baldwin, who was an author of a book called, I think it's like something like, something like Not Your House or something, something like that, I can't remember what the title was, but he wrote that in 1979. And um, it's basically about uh, the civil rights movement and the assassination of uh, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King and Medgar Evers, I think his name is, and his relationship that he had with the three of them and how... Um, like they kind of differed in like obviously they all stood for like pretty much the same thing but how they kind of all differed in their methodology and how and their characters of how they wanted to achieve certain things and um, it was quite interesting um, I said it again the, the other, uh, yesterday the last it's about an hour and a half long the last half hour is I would say more interesting than the first hour but the whole thing as a whole is quite powerful and um, so like they're talking about how uh, black people were perceived in America and they kind of compare it to how black people received in, in like sort of like media and film so like uh, I'm trying to think of an example so they were talking about how the like white people would try to make black people kind of like seems like sort of like imp- not impotent but like uh, obviously like less significant like less than um, and they would compare that to for example a film where a black janitor finds a white girl who's been murdered on his grounds and he calls the police but as soon as the police come he like starts breaking down and crying because obviously because it wasn't him so he's like saying oh, it wasn't me it wasn't me it wasn't me and he's like crying and stuff like that and then they throw him in jail anyway and stuff like that and mm. um, so yeah it's pretty like 
pretty, it's pretty good. Like, it's pretty quite, deep. Yeah, it's quite deep. Yeah, it's quite informative. And this guy is kind of like James Baldwin. He's just kind of like um, giving his view on the whole thing because he's like a scholar. And it like shows clips of him talking to people in like London, people in America, like seminars and stuff like that, mm. and uh, things like that. And like the last like five minutes, it's quite kind of hard to watch because obviously he's talking about um, how it's hard for black people to kind of like overcome this sort of thing because of how long it's been going on. And mm. then kind of whilst he's talking about it, they kind of uh, voice over images of people being hung and it was like so I was like oh fucking hell that's quite hard to watch because like yeah mm. but yeah it was, it was interesting um, I'd recommend watching it why is it called I'm not your negro I am not sure okay mm. fair enough not sure is it is it kind of about like the fact that it's not like black people possessed by I was gonna say black people is that like, I am yeah. not your yeah I think probably kind of I think because yeah because I kind of showed it with um he did an interview with uh, a man and they were on TV and he kept saying the word Negro and excuse me and um, every time he like uh, James Bourne like, re- 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 gave him like a response he would say like instead of saying Negro he would say the black man so I think he was kind of like trying to say kind of give him like sort of like I'm not your uh, like to you I'm not a Negro sort of thing I'm a, oh so the I'm white the, man was saying black man. yeah the black man yeah okay. this is like the 60s where everyone yeah. where push everybody was saying it so yeah it was interesting and then there was a bit where um, there was a scholar uh, quite an old man I think this was in like the 60s or the 70s um, and he was talking about how we need to stop distinguishing making such a basically saying we need to make, stop making such a big deal about race and saying like he would have more in common with a black man who is a scholar than a white man who's uneducated blah 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 and James Baldwin was like we're buttoning it we're saying well it won't be it'll stop being an issue when you stop making, when you've stopped guys have stopped making it an issue because saying like how hard it is to get into good schools and to get good jobs and to um, own land and stuff like that and saying once these obstacles are overcome then we'll be able to stop making such a big deal out of race and stuff like that and what do you f- how what's your opinion on, on films in terms of that as well because it's always like obviously there was the Oscars so white mm. controversy and then the kind of the last year's Oscars where there was a lot more minorities being kind of uh, accepted and like nominated mm. but now I guess even with like the Black Panther film that's coming out the Marvel one like there's been a lot made of that how you know almost all the cast are black the director I think is black and the writer is black same mm. with Jordan Peele's Get Out it's all like celebrating the fact that this is kind of mostly produced by a black kind of cast and mm. production team mm. What do you think that there's going to get to a point where like I guess there's an ideal world where it doesn't matter what the colour of the people who are making it or do you think that it's important now that we keep pushing uh, these or or shedding light on these uh, Um, I think to a point yeah it is important that you shed light on issues stuff like like this because it's still still quite relevant today I think but and it is important to obviously have like minority um, directors doing like mainstream or big budget films because it shows like more like equal equal opportunity, mm. but it shouldn't get to the point where you're just appointing someone, a minority or whoever, who's to be a director just because they're a minority. So like obviously, it should be at some point based on merit, and then at mm. some point based on diversity. Yeah, I think there are lots of, like a couple of franchises that are kind of really pushing that as well, like Fast and Furious. As much as it's like a just like a wishy washy film, mm. but like 
the cast is very diverse. Mm. The directors have been like Justin Lin, um, F. Gary Gray, and James Wan. Mm. So like two Asian directors and one you know African American director. So they're, they're, those franchises are, are really good for that, mm. and that's kind of making it mainstream, isn't it? Mm. So hopefully we'll get to a point. But I'm actually really looking forward to films like Black Panther and even what yeah, Wonder Woman. I think is quite a, a landmark film. Mm. You know, I think it's written, directed. Mm. You know, very female focused film. So well, it'd have to be, wouldn't it? Why? Well, it could have <laughs> been directed by a really, bloke. Well, that's the point. I think the case in point right here that we're just discussing really, isn't it? Didn't have to be, but they're choosing to do it. Actually, I've got a question. So there's been a lot of controversy. Uh, some there's some, an American cinema chain who decided to show female only screenings for Wonder Woman. Oh, I heard about that. Um, and then obviously there was a lot of backlash against mm-hmm. that. All the men were like, well, "Where's my male only screening of mm. Spider Man? It's the or same Baywatch or whatever <laughs> they might want to watch." It's the same thing of when. Um... You know, like International Women's Day. Yeah. And the only time people search International Men's Day is on International Women's Day. Yeah. Saying like, oh, where's my International Men's Day? Yeah. <laughs> or let them have the thing, man. Why people get like you've had white men have had their day for the past fucking <laughs> thousand fucking years, man. Let women have their one day. Girls, they're getting fucking aggy. Once you can't, it's like a fucking baby with a fucking toy. It's like once you can't, you like you don't want the toy, but as soon as someone else fucking has it, you want it. It's like chill out, man. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <sighs> is mean, it is it like? too far or can you understand why they've done it I don't, I don't really get why they've done it but what, I don't, female it, doesn't only really, it doesn't really bother me why they've done it it's just, they can do it if they want so yeah it's not yeah. going to affect I mean, me in any way shape do or it. form it doesn't, it doesn't make sense why they've done it but they can do it yeah yeah I think it's just like again like it's fucking stupid trying to make <laughs> you know men yeah. trying to make out the fact that they're so kind of uh, discriminated worry. against yeah. like oh you know um, to be fair most of the uh, I reckon a lot of the audience for that will be female anyway mm. because Wonder Woman's been a kind of female icon for ages yeah and even like Fifty Shades of Grey mm. you know that was predominantly women that exactly film. exactly but you know it's only when you kind of explicitly say oh this is going to be mostly for women and people yeah. be like what the hell like but you didn't say did it was we, mostly did for women did you you said no. it's only women no but yeah but I mean it doesn't yeah, no, it doesn't bother me either, but I think that's what people are getting at, don't they, really? Yeah. I don't think it matters. No. 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 At all. No. But that's our point of view, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Just our average critical Critics. point of view. Yeah. Okay, what else have we got to cover off? Um, well, I'll jump on the uh, superhero bandwagon. Oh, you're Because we've been doing a lot of that. Because Ollie loves superheroes so, now. I've, I've proper nerded out, um, and I'm on you guys' level. I feel like we've moulded you. It's been a, a journey. I like, I like superhero movies. I don't like Marvel movies. Wow. That being said, wow. I do like Spider Man mm. just because I feel that that's like a really funny and story. I've seen 10 of the 15 MCU films. <laughs> I know. Not by choice, a lot of it. And I like Spider Man, like all these villains. I think they're pretty sweet. Yeah. Spider Man um, villains. So I'm looking forward to seeing Birdman in uh, the new Spider Man. Yeah. Not <laughs> actually the new Spider Man, Spider Man's in it. Um, so I've nerded out and I've gone on watching a reading a graphic novel so it's not a comic book okay. but I've watched The Watchmen oh right because that's a classic superhero movie but yeah. it's not like superheroes except the doc to Manhattan who is he's um, some like I don't over know. the top yeah he's, yeah he's I don't know what he is he's a god pretty much yeah kind of um, so it's just following the story of um, vigilantes, or who were once vigilantes, but they've been outlawed. Um, and this is back 
to so they were outlawed in like the sixties and around the Nixon era. Um, but you follow in pretty much Rorschach, who is one of the vigilantes, mm-hmm. um, and there appears to be um, a killing of the old school vigilantes, and he's trying to find out what the hell is going on. Like the, someone is killing masked or once masked heroes. So he gets like his band of who were watchmen um, together and they figure out that there is this bigger, bigger plot. And I was like, I was reading the the novel and, and then I watched the film and it's literally exactly drawing for screen for screen. It's yeah. amazing. Um, there are a couple of things that they skipped out because there's so much dialogue in a, yeah. a novel as opposed, but it's almost like line for line as well. It's really good, really, really. And does that is that a positive thing? The fact that the frame Stuck of the film it. is similar to the frame. I loved of the it, yeah, frame. definitely. Okay. I think you know it really shows the talent of these guys who actually made this novel. How yeah. it can still work out as an extremely good film. Yeah. Um. So I know that there's quite a lot of these. Um, so V for Vendetta is also mm. a graphic novel as well. So mm. I want to read that, see how much that's alike. But what's the film like then? Is it a good film? Because I think for I've seen it. I think I've seen it two or three times and I think maybe I've just not been watching it at the right time or frame of mind but I just can't I think I just found it so confusing it's very long it's yeah it's a long film and it's it's like it's a dark superhero movie and it's not again it's not really like superheroes like you're jumping from building to building no Um, it's like you know just fighting criminals pretty much and that's what I liked because it's just like normal people being vigilantes Mm. Um, so that's what's really Mm. really thrilling about it because there's like the prison scene they break into a prison and Rorschach's just this guy but he ends up um, throwing like a deep fryer over you know the scene I'm talking about right? No. So, so, deep so, so Rorschach has like um, got loads of guys into prison but he as a vigilante he's been outlawed so he gets caught put in prison so he's like gonna get fucked up um, so this guy tries to shiv him um, but instead he gets like a you know where you deep fry your fries mm. he like gets that and oh, swings over the guy yeah. and the guy's like covered in burnt oil and oh man that's grim but fucking <laughs> <laughs> that kind of like reminds me well, like, it's a bit different but I the other day watched a film called All Superheroes Must Die and it's like it's really it's quite an old film I'd never heard of it before but it was just on Computer Exchange website and I was like oh, I'll, I'll buy it it's basically about I think it's a group of four people and uh, they are superheroes and they've been captured by their villain and they've got to like, do this like, kind of like game, it's like kind of test to get out of it and like it seems like everything they do, he will inevitably... So like, he'll have people captured, there'll be bombs detonated against them and they've got like a minute to get there and then even if they get there, the guy will still detonate the bomb and like you find out later in the film that like three of the characters do have two powers and one of them doesn't and he's just trying to keep up with them all this time because he wants he's in love with one of them and then eventually all of them but two of them die and yeah it was a pretty interesting thing but I found there was a second one because it wasn't very well received but there's a second one on YouTube okay and the main character is the director and I don't know what happened to him but he has an eye patch in real life oh, and right. so in the oh. film he's got his mask his his um his suit is like half broken so like his eye that's covered yeah. you don't see but his actual eye you do it's like, it quite an interesting film but Fair. yeah it's kind of like Watchmen-esque but not as good like it so you actually like a Zack Schneider film 
Yeah, yeah, that one's decent. Yeah, okay. Watchmen's decent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but mate, the thing is, just, like, uh, obviously he's not doing the rest of uh, yeah, so thing anymore, which is very sad, so very, unfortunate. Yeah. Condolences um, to Zach Snyder and yeah, his family. Yeah, exactly. But um, the thing with this kind of thing is that, like, it's like what you're saying, like, how they replicate from a graphic novel to a film should be near identical. And what he's done is, I think, because they are based on novels, they're based on comics, and the comics gets smashed into a graphic novel mm. kind of thing. But it's not replicating it. It's taking bits of it that is believed to be good and then just yeah. smushing it together yeah. to create this. Is it an ensemble? Would you say no? A a collective of right different pieces. So you're talking <laughs> about comic book films? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because like at the moment you've got Batman vs Superman, which is quite an iconic moment mm. in the comic world because it's two big iconic characters going against each other, and I don't feel like he's taken. It from a graphic novel, he's okay. taken several different bits. So you'd rather it be an act? They, they... I'd rather it be replicated. From what I've read recently, I'd rather it just be replicated. So like that, they just like kind of stick truly to the yeah. comic book. Story but then I right? think that's what I think the reason they don't do that is because there is quite a wide base behind it. But then I suppose well, Watchmen was quite well received, wasn't it? Yeah, but then Watchmen's just a one-off graphic mm. novel, right? Yeah. Yeah, but again, let's, let's talk about the DC. So obviously, Zack Snyder's dropped out of finishing post-production yeah. on Justice League so, and Joss Whedon who did Avengers is finishing it off yeah. then also the director of Justice League Dark has dropped out so there's oh, going to really? be a live action one of them so and then also Justice League Dark yeah, yeah. it's oh, like okay. got Constant, uh, Constantine yeah. uh, Zatanna uh, Deadman all the shitter versions of um, yeah. yeah and then also there's been yeah. a lot of like flashes Dad has dropped no, out. No, no, he's, he's still in it, he's still in it. Still the in directors it. have left. Yeah. And then I think there's even... No, I mean, Aquaman started filming and then Cyborg, I don't know what's happening with that. So it kind of feels like DC is, is in a bit of trouble. Well, the thing with DC, they've tried to catch up with Marvel too quickly because they left it so long. No, yeah. And it's just not working. Yeah, because what films they've got at the moment, they've got two Superman films. One yeah. that's part Batman. Yeah kind of woman well Wonder Woman as well then you've got Wonder Woman coming out so you've got the three main people having their films essentially and then you've got the Justice League which is kind of similar to how Marvel did it because they had Hulk Captain America 4 and Iron Man so and had, Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 2 so they had five films but Iron Man 2 I mean like but then the thing is that? the Avengers is basically all of them and then you've had you've been introduced to Scott uh Black Widow and Hawkeye. Well, this is what they're but Justice League films, is yeah. the main people are also Aquaman, Flash, and Cyborg, and none of them have really had any sort of no. introduction. No. I then, feel like. Do you think? Do you think as a whole, DC characters are bigger than Marvel characters before you watch films? I've, I definitely it, would have heard of more of the DC ones. I think. Yeah. Some. Um, it, it, yeah. it is a catch up you're right it's a catch up game and I feel like they are but Marvel have done wonders with film with characters that were jokes like Guardians of the Galaxy like weren't I don't know if they've ever been big before they were in the films they, were, they weren't massive comic books even like Ant-Man Ant yeah. yeah Um. you know Doctor Strange Doctor Strange yeah but I think I think what Marvel got right is Kevin Feige so he's the producer he overlooks all of it I don't know what the same is with DC. I don't know if 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 there is a one kind of conti- you know uh, central person. No, but I was yeah. in like yeah. so. Can't we produ- just stick with like um, 
Martin Scorsese's Batman. Don't know, mate. It's not Martin Scorsese. Chris Nolan. That's Chris Nolan. What, sorry. He, yeah, he, they need a linchpin just, to kind of oversee all of it and bring it all together. But, um, it doesn't feel like they've got that. What they're trying to do with the DC now is make it into a sort of cinematic universe. And uh, Christopher Bell's not going to do... It's too many goodies. Chris, Chris, Christian Bell's not going to do Batman anymore. Yeah, I know. So they'd need to reboot it anyway. Nah, I don't, don't know. Well, they've already done it, so... Yeah, they've yeah, true. Yeah. Just but follow the villains. Did we talk about um, last week that Tom Hardy's going to be... Venom. Venom. Oh, yeah. We no, did no, talk no, about we, it, didn't we? Did we? No, we didn't. We didn't? Oh. Yeah. That's good casting, I think. I think, he'll do, I think he'll be a decent enough Venom. Mm. I don't know what the character's like. I feel like they should have gotten a movie. It's a good film. Suicide Squad. Apparently they're going to make their own. They're going to make their own. So Venom is the start of their own Venom, um, Sony Marvel verse. Okay, but so, surely that's all going to focus on so villains. Who, who are the? No, but Spider Man's part of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Venom is not to do with Spider Man. No. Venom who's is the... if anything a spin off of the film we saw the other day, uh, a few months ago. Uh, life. Life. What? Life at the end. The symbiotic takes hold of Jake Gyllenhaal, and Project. and that is the end. He, he's in a he's in the spaceship on on Earth, and he's he's covered in it. And these people are about to open his his little space shuttle, mm. right? And the rumor has it that it that would be linking to Venom because Venom is part of Sony, but it's a R rated Sony, and it's part of the Sony Marvel universe rather than. Then they should have had Jake Gyllenhaal as Venom. Yeah man, that would have been so jokes. <laughs> True, but then that's that's but the thing is the the life Marvel the life Venom connections just a rumor. So yeah, I, that's a bit far fetched. I, I, I don't think it's that no. far fetched. Well, it's definitely I think, not. I think you watch it and you might kind of understand. Yeah. It's especially okay. like the way that it like jizzes over Jake. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> 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 love it. And then like, but like. Venom from Spider-Man 3 yeah. like how that's like attached to yeah, yeah. this is it like, or, yeah. this is it this is the point but like I mean I mean the case could be that Jake Hall's in it and they use loads of sound and vibrate Venom off him and it goes on to Tom Hardy or something I think you lot are looking too much into this well one. no it's so Sony it's a Sony it's a Sony slash something production what was it we found out it was what um, Life yeah it's Lion Columbia. Gate isn't it huh? Columbia Columbia and Sony and so is, so is Venom <laughs> So it's not far, too far-fetched. I'm surprised they've got Tom Hardy in it. That's a really... I thought that's a quite a strange... Well, yeah. Seeing as he was Bane. Yeah, but you just <laughs> yeah. you discard that, though, don't you? Now, that, that, whole, that whole Batman thing. Yeah. Gone. But yeah. I just don't know. I, I thought they'd get someone unknown, but I suppose it's Sony's start to their own little universe. Who's the hero going to be? What, I don't Venom? think there is going to be a hero. Maybe Venom. it is just Venom. Venom. Be Unless they bring in anti they won't do anti-venom yet because Carnage was first then it was anti-venom oh talking about that right so you know how much I love Lego Marvel superheroes on Xbox (laughs) so I've got I'm 90 something percent into it I've got all the characters (laughs) apart from two right I think it's two but yeah it's so sick mate like <laughs> oh my god and there's a second one coming out as well so right, I feel I've like got... this is the third thing in this cast this podcast where you said something and I'm like well, what the hell is your life point on this <laughs> so Stan Lee's one because I haven't, I haven't right. so one of the it. one of the things in each so you know like Lego games is you do the mission and then yeah. you unlock free play 
and that means you can be any character and lots of characters have different yeah. powers and then one of the things running through it is you've got to save Stan Lee because he's in peril and so <laughs> I haven't unlocked once you do all of those missions then you get to uh, unlock, unlock Stan Lee as a character yeah. okay. but yeah so there's like well, not all the Marvel characters but there's loads some that I've never heard of like um, Cyclops and something like that and then yeah so they've got Carnage and Venom yeah. and uh, symbiotic Spider-Man and yeah. different yeah. versions of Spider-Man from different yeah, yeah, ages yeah. and it's just so fun and yeah, like the Lego games are pretty good actually and then like you've got to do Deadpool missions and you can unlock Deadpool but also it's so self-referential because like yeah. basically you have to go and do all these different missions with different characters to unlock them and then the Deadpool one is like oh yeah you need to find my sword but look at this helpful little trail of studs that will lead you right to it and you know <laughs> yeah. and it's like oh i've got to do another mission place. because the creators have run out of ideas but it's <laughs> it's the fact that you know like and i bought a couple of expansion packs for it as well why would you want to get stanley's character that's literally just gonna be he's, he's a, a normal lego figure because <laughs> he, no, he, he, he he gets all the powers of the characters that he created so i think he's got like he can use captain america's shield and things like yeah that. and also unlocked aunt may so i was like what? she's like one of the last characters you can unlock what do you do with aunt may she gets her purse and whacks people <laughs> uh, that's jokes it's just so fun man i love it it's so uh, much fun but yeah there's a second one of that coming out um, and I'm really, I'm gonna definitely buy that. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm trying to finish this 100% first though. I'll get it and I'll beat you to be doing it 100%. Go on then, I'm 94% for it. Okay, that's a challenge. that's a challenge. No, but there is one part of this game that I really can't do. So one of the you got to do some race missions, mm. and there's one race mission where you got to be a radio controlled car, and like, it's because you only have a few seconds to get through each gate, and because the the car is controlled by the joystick and I just can't I can't do it like I'm moving the joystick and it just fucking goes wherever you <laughs> and it's the most frustrating thing yeah. and I'm I don't know I don't know how I'm trying to find a cheat for it but <laughs> I can't do it I'm, I'm going to be on like 99.9% yeah tell us where you are next next podcast yeah, yeah sure. well you know I'll, I'll hopefully have most of the rest of the yeah. characters unlocked by then <laughs> talking of games I ordered a Crash Bandicoot oh what the new it's one? A new yeah. one. Oh, yeah. the, oh, it's right. the remastered. It's got the remastered all three of them. Oh yeah. mate, that'd be so sick. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the best game console game that you've played? Red Dead Redemption. Really? It is the best game I've ever played. Why? <clears throat> Just because of the story of it and the open world and the setting. Everything about the game is sick. Even the twist at the end. That's delayed, by the way. The new, uh, one, the new one's delayed. Oh, is it? Yeah. But isn't it basically Grand Theft Auto, but in like Western the Western style. time? Yeah. yeah, kind of, but no. Grand Theft Auto Unchained. Kind of, but no. <laughs> it's a really good game. So actually. it's better than GTA? Yeah. Because San Andreas is the bomb, man. Like you can fly well, planes and. <laughs> you can do that in the new one. In the new GTA. No, but the, isn't San Andreas the one where there's so many different islands and places that you can visit? I can't remember. Yeah, I've never been a big GTA fan. So. I, I never played San Andreas, G- but I believe that is the correct one. The GTA franchise is a good franchise and good games, but for me, Red Dead Redemption was a complete game. For me, it's the best game I've ever okay. played. All right. Or maybe the Jack and Dexter franchise. They were good games. Oops. 
NBA. He just said he's not much of a gamer. I'm not much of a gamer. Like, I play FIFA. He plays NBA. Nowadays, I play NBA, yeah, but like, I'm not good at them. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're shit. What's the one that mate? you enjoy the most? You're like, if you better at FIFA than I am, mate, so... If you had to kind of, not you know, no. if you just had a couple of hours spare and you could choose any of your games, and even ones that you played before that... What, like, like all my, in my entire life? Yeah. yeah. So it could be like FIFA um, 05. God, four, mate, loved it. To no. be fair... <laughs> Pe- Pez 2005 was a sick football was it f- game. 2005 or 2006? I played that before. Um, but no, um, so I guess FIFA, maybe FIFA 12, I really enjoyed it. That was your heyday. I was Maldini on that FIFA. Like, <laughs> now I'm like fucking John, John Stones. So, but, um, so yeah, it made me FIFA, but if on a non-sports related game, I, when I had a Dreamcast, I quite enjoyed playing um, Crazy Taxi Oh yeah, and um, Sonic. Yeah, yeah, one of those two. Sonic. Crazy Taxi. I'm gonna say Crazy Taxi. I really enjoy playing. And now you just prefer the fake version. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we're gonna get sponsored by them soon. (laughs) Ollie, you've got old school games. I've got old school games. N64, by the way. (laughs) Is it Super Smash Bros? Super Smash Bros. and uh, Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Great game. Great game. Yeah, buddy. Apparently, the new Zelda game on the Switch. What is it? What's it good. called? Wind, wind, something. Wind of the Willows. I don't care. Winds of winter. But it's supposed to be a good game. Winter is coming, Chris. Recent times, probably Uncharted, because okay. that's the one I always get. Actually, Great sorry, just Great on a games. tangent, the guy who plays Spider-Man, Tom Holland, is being cast as the Nathan younger, Drake. Younger Nathan Drake, yeah. Are they doing a Nathan film. Drake film? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. But yeah, okay. So which Uncharted? The first one or the fourth one? One, two, three, I've, four. I've I've had four for about four months and I haven't played it, and I only just started playing it yesterday. Oh, you need uh, to finish that game. I, one number one's the best for me because it just it was the start of it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if that would be the best ever because I used to really love my Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. What, any what, game. The best. Game I don't know, man. Rayman was my jam. Oh Rayman yes. Rayman yes. and Banjo Kazooie. Them two games. Yeah, Rayman is so Banjo difficult Kazooie. to finish. I still haven't yeah. finished I, it, I, I and it's been it. about twenty three years. <laughs> I need to get out. <laughs> you haven't finished it now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, I got I got so near the end, and then my sister, when she was like three or four, oh, unplugs the memory oh. card. Oh. I never had memory card. Oh, oh, I can play these games and start again. <laughs> no, but yeah, she she corrupted all my memory, and um, oh, I remember so me. And you haven't forgiven her since. Because me and my dad used to she, play. She she didn't survive. Uh, <laughs> me and my dad that's used a serious <laughs> one. <laughs> me and my dad used to play, and we only we got so far, and then like I think you have so when you lose something, you've only got so long to say yes to continue in. Yeah, yeah. And he just took the phone call, and he didn't say yes, and it didn't save. Oh, and I started again. No. Like, devastation. Do you remember when we used to? Play Skyrim. Oh mate! Tried to do everything in that. That's that, do you know what, the the thing that annoyed me about Skyrim? Yeah, we spent good hours, like days, playing that game. Yeah. And there was one thing that I wanted to get on it so I could have everything. I couldn't because if you did something certain in the game earlier on, it could there's like fifty percent chance you'd glitch the game later on. Yeah. And it glitched the game, and I couldn't get that one thing. Apparently, if you see like a horse dead somewhere. <laughs> like, like on, on this certain part if you see a dead horse that means you can't get the, the part you want I was mm, like yeah. oh guide remember the hours we spent I'm, playing Minecraft that's what, yes mate <laughs> yes mate oh he's rolling his eyes <laughs> but it's alright mate because I got, I got a remaster Skyrim shocking game Did you? there's yeah, a new one there's a new Elder Scrolls game coming out as well but is there's it? anything to do with the last one that came out that was shocking what, a new new one not the yeah. Elder Scrolls one you got to play some of the work no there's one coming <laughs> out oh, hey yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, mate. that game Minecraft that fucking um 
The one that Jurassic Park won, we had to fucking build your own theme park. Oh, oh mate! <laughs> Jurassic, Jurassic World Operation Bingo Genesis. You, I have watched you play some of the worst oh, games I've mate. ever seen. That was one of the best what games. What was that? Oh, that was it the Digimon one that you bought oh, as well? Oh, fucking what a shit game. Oh, yeah. What a shit game. That was fucking shit. Jesus Christ. Actually, Theme Park World is decent. Oh, shit, I never completed it, actually. What, Digimon? Yeah. Yeah, because you couldn't get past a certain point, you didn't know what to do. No, 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 no. I just uh, you need to level up your digital one, mate. I'm just couldn't bothered. Fair enough. Okay. Anyway, you need to complete Uncharted Four. Well, it's the first time I've actually mentioned video games. I think we should we should start show, a podcast on it. We should. One week. We well, should. Considering one well, of us you're going to be here, mate. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking slide digs. Ooh, Rust. Mate, that, whatever his name, Von Tron or something, he's going to get Von you. Von Tron. Yeah. Frederick. Von Tron. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listeners, let us know what your favourite video games of all time are. Uh, tweet us, YSC Podcast 17 Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes, at Your Average Critics. Do get involved, especially, you know, take a leaf out of Frederick's book. Try and insult someone here. That'd be all fun. Can... Preferably not me, I'm taking my time. <laughs> You're or just make nice comments. Um, and yeah, do subscribe and comment and tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, but before we wrap up, is there anything else that anyone wants to mention? Film, TV? No? Yeah, we'll talk about House of Cards next week. We'll talk, oh, yes, I can. I'll ask wait. you a quick question before we leave, as we haven't had a question, really. Okay. So, Go for it. If you could have a prequel to any series, bar Game of Thrones, what series would you have a prequel to? Ooh, that is mm. a good question. That's a serious question. Hmm... Off the top of my head, I wouldn't mind seeing a prequel to 24, just so I can know what Jack Bauer was like before he became like this basically like psychopath serial killer. Okay, <laughs> that's an interesting one. Um, God, that is a very, very We'll leave it for tough now. Question. We'll, we'll come back yeah. to that question at the beginning of the next podcast. Yeah. We'll, we'll think about or, our answers for the next I would week. love to see a modern family prequel because I would love to see Phil Dunphy in college because he is hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, I'd love to see. But only if Ty Burrell played him. But it would really, really make sense. So. It'd be pretty funny though. Yeah. Damn, that's a good question, man. Yeah, it is. Jeez, we'll, what? we'll think of our answers for next week. I can't even think, I literally can't think of yeah, a single TV I. show. <laughs> Neither can I. I can't think. Are, TV does not exist. Um, what is TV? Um, I don't know. Till next Game time. of Thrones. I'm going to write it down in our notepad. Yeah. No, we'll anyway. think of an answer for next week. Yes, well, tune in next week when we'll talk about Baywatch, Wonder Woman, and... House of Cards. House Big Cards. Brother. Big Brother. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> and then what prequel TV series we'd like to see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, tune in next week and thanks for listening. Ciao.